0: hi guy we're here it's another podcast it's been a little bit since our last one um if you watch on YouTube, which not many of you do, which I don't care, we're still going to upload it there anyway. Uh, it's been a- longer, but if you listen to our audio feeds, which go listen to the audio versions on Spotify, Anchor, Apple Podcasts, and all that stuff, you guys heard our last episode where we talked about a lot of stuff. Well, did we talk about a lot of stuff on that
1: episode? Yeah, that was a pretty, I listened to that the other day. That was a fairly jam-packed one, like nothing that we spent hours on like when we talked about batman the one before that but we got through nothing like when i ranked every avatar episode (laughs) oh that was that wasn't an official episode i know that was just a separate stream i I wanted to ask you something you said hi guy when you started the stream as if there's only one person watching us Mm -hmm. what did you mean by that
0: um oh harley i'm so sorry to hear that um hi guy hi guy is uh what's his name drew gooden's intro to his youtube videos he just goes hi guy
1: drew gooden the basketball
0: player no why would i be talking about drew Gooden, the basketball player
1: because that's the only drew gooden i've heard of the former kansas jayhawk turned nba player
0: you know the road work ahead video no what
1: you forget i'm not particularly internet savvy at least not compared to you
0: nick you've never heard road work ahead um yeah i sure hope it does
1: Oh, that Vine. Okay. Yes. Him. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I saw that once or twice. I don't, can't like envision that guy to you.
0: But oh, my goodness. Sure. What a classic video. Anyways, it's his YouTube channel. Bobby's, Bobby's with me on
1: this. Thank you, Bobby. Bobby, but you're Bobby like 67. Was watching the, Bobby was watching basketball in the first, uh, hey, in the Joseph.
0: early 2000s. Joseph turned on this, turned off the Celtics and Nets for this. I'm very sorry. Hey, to Joseph, hear
1: that. How, how the Celtics doing? How much, I'm going to check, I can actually check ESPN before you tell me, Joseph. I'm sorry. Last yeah, I heard, the Celtics had a very slow start to the game, that's and my ESPN weird. app is not refreshing now when I need it most.
0: ESPN? What does ESPN stand for? Entertainment Sports Programming
1: Network? You're probably right.
0: I, I don't think. know if that's correct. I'm going to look it up. That might be right.
1: Entertainment and Sports Programming Network, yeah.
0: <laughs> Guys, I'm so good at this.
1: Have you seen the Adam Sandler film Blended.
0: too many times yeah
1: i saw it once and like one of the few things i remember is that he named his daughter espen Espen in that movie after espn (laughs) yeah because of course he did why wouldn't he
0: yeah he named it espen i saw that movie in theaters did I? i see that movie in theaters
1: i wouldn't have normally like i wasn't planning to see it in theaters but i was on a trip in branson missouri with my family who are not particular not particularly into movies but they wanted to go see something for the whole family because we had nothing else to do that night and they settled on blended i tried to go see *Daisy* future past for a second time but it wasn't gonna fly yeah that was my that was my uh, blended story
0: my blended story i can very well um remember it watching it at home and then my dad <laughs> recording it and then having it on a dvd that he would play And then my dad watching that movie a lot because it was just always on.
1: Of all the movies, your dad was like, yeah, blended.
0: (laughs) He he likes Adam Sandler a lot, so it doesn't have to be particularly good, but he'll watch it.
1: Is he the reason you've seen Jack and Jill?
0: I've seen it once and I think they rented it one time, but it's not like they've seen it multiple times. Uh, you just know that is the, Don the reason. video really well.
1: <laughs> Dunkachino,
0: yes. I would be on this the. This was soccer not an invite field. for you
1: to sing the song.
0: No, I would be on the soccer field singing about the Dunkachino.
1: Oh, I'm so sorry to hear that. Oh, fun yeah. fact: the same, the my same group of family I was just talking about that took us to see Blended in Christmas of oh I don't know when, but I want to say maybe 2012. They tried to give me the hard sell on uh, Jack and Jill as a good movie, and even. Even at the age of 14, I did not believe them. I was not going to watch Jack and Jill, and I still have not.
0: I've seen it once, but I was too young to remember it at all. The mm-hmm. only thing I can remember is Al Pacino is down bad for Jill. Um, of course he is. I that's, think that's, that's funny, it. right? I I mean, like, that's all I can remember from it. Who was his wife in that movie? Oh, I don't know.
1: I haven't seen the movie.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. Why am I asking you?
1: Um, okay, it's not Kate it
0: Beckinsale. Up. Kate Beckinsale is Click. That's Click. Yeah.
1: Is it his actual wife as his wife in that
0: movie? I don't think his wife has ever actually been his wife. Katie
1: Holmes. It's Katie, Katie Holmes.
0: Holmes. Apparently. Interesting choice. I okay.
1: legitimately could not name you a Katie Holmes movie other than Batman Begins.
0: Let's see. Have I seen any other Katie Holmes movies? The Giver? Her... I... The Giver?
1: I... Don't? Yep. Yeah. No. <laughs> no, 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 Holmes, no, no, I wasn't going to say eight. It. Ocean's 8? i think i watched that like last year for a second time i think she's just a cameo oh thank you for
0: smoking i've seen
1: i haven't seen that oh it's It's just that it begins in oceans eight according to letterboxd she was she's also in logan lucky phone booth the ice storm yeah that's pretty much it muppets in space apparently she's in
0: yo the muppets yesterday i got out of the shower And I was like, I'm in a Muppets mood. So I put on man or Muppet. I'm singing that while I'm like putting my clothes on goes very hard. What an existential song to be singing at close to midnight PM. Yes, I said midnight PM. Midnight PM. That that is not how midnight works. Well, I said close to midnight
1: PM. So that would be in the PM close to midnight.
0: Yeah.
1: Okay. Uh, Katie Holmes is in a movie called Coda that came out a couple of years ago. Not that one. Uh, this one, according to Letterboxd, a famous pianist of the twilight of his career played by looks like Patrick Stewart meets a free-spirited music critic who soon becomes his rock as his mental state deteriorates. has an average rating of 2.8 on Letterboxd.
2: Hmm.
0: So it's Giancarlo still better than Esposito's also
1: in it? Giancarlo Esposito is the best. I love that guy. love that guy. I still haven't seen the the first two episodes of Better Call Saul yet. I feel bad about that. I have not seen any of Better Call
0: Saul or Breaking Bad. Yeah,
1: on. I expect this of you.
0: Yeah, just like I expect some things of you. Mm
1: -hmm. It's
0: just the way we work.
1: I'm not going to be that guy about Breaking Bad, because I know those people as far as Breaking Bad go. But you should legitimately really should watch Breaking Bad at some point.
0: It's not that I don't want to. It's just that I need to be in the right state to take on six seasons mm. of a TV show. Yeah. That's Better Call hour solo. long.
1: I, yeah. Well, it's like forty forty three 43 minutes. It's, it's a hour long.
0: I've, yeah. Yeah. But I mean, I've seen and like I would go through seasons of CW shows very quick when I was young, you know, and stuff. So mm-hmm. you give me a half hour comedy like Barry or Ted Lasso. Yeah, I'll do that one quick. But hour long shows take me longer to get through in general yeah it's more
1: time uh yeah i'm with you at this point the hour-long shows that i watch are ones that are grandfathered in from when i actually would occasionally watch tv so better call Saul is one of those from like when i was actually watching more tv i like i'm keeping up with that show i'm gonna watch it through till the end if i end up watching this new stranger things season then that's gonna be a show that was also grandfathered in from when i used to watch tv Ted Lasso's also, their episodes are getting pretty long. They were getting long last season, so it might actually be more of a 40, 45-minute show now.
0: Yeah. Uh, You know what I have been going through, though? Uh, MasterChef. So uh, I've been
1: seeing you streaming this on Discord a lot. (laughs) Yeah,
0: Yeah, we're on episode 10 of 18 for this season. Uh Um, Yeah, because my TikTok was giving me a bunch of, like, Gordon Ramsay MasterChef videos, and I was like, you know what? Master Chef is on Hulu. Why don't I just watch it there? So I started Master Chef technically last week, but it really wasn't until like uh, Saturday or Sunday, and we are almost done with the season. It's just so nice to watch. I food is comfort is in general, so I like watching shows about food. Food Network was always one of my favorites growing up as a kid. So I'd watch that. I'd watch Cake Boss on TLC um let's see rachel ray i watched a lot of giada at home diners dive-ins and drives of course you gotta watch those dive-ins drives yes diners (laughs) drive-ins and dives i hate that title um guys grocery games that's another good one chopped challenge loved all of those stuff so (laughs) stuff saying oh no the master chef meta has spread to discord master chef is very good and i like it very much and it's made me very hungry.
1: I have never watched a Gordon Ramsay show, I'm pretty oh, sure. You should.
0: Master Chef my is par- a good one. If you want like drama, Hell's Kitchen <laughs> is very dramatic. Uh-huh. Master Chef is more, these are good chefs that are doing good stuff uh in a time limit. And I in my opinion, it's a lot more heartwarming than something like Hell's mm-hmm. Kitchen, where it's very brutal. Um restaurant what is is it it's not restaurant impossible that's robert Irvin. um he has another one where he goes into restaurants and he uh tries to reshape them and get them back on a good track and that's another good one to watch
1: so it's like bar rescue for restaurants yes i've heard of bar rescue that's all i have to add there yeah, it's basically I'm on, I'm on his Wikipedia now. Let's me see. let see what shows he's got. I have a Steph's... list of all his television shows. Do you want to hear all these? He always has so a big, many. A big list on Wikipedia. Steph is t- giving me the hard sell on Hill's Kitchen. I might watch it with Manny. I will only watch it with Manny because I get antsy watching shows like that by myself. I can't do it. Um. Mm. Okay, so here we go. This is just the full list. Television shows of Gordon Ramsay, according to Wikipedia. Boiling Point. Kitchen Nightmares, Gordon Behind Bars, Gordon Ramsay's Bank Balance, Gordon Ramsay Cook Along Live, Gordon Ramsay's Home Cooking, Gordon Ramsay's Ultimate Cookery Course, Gordon Ramsay's 24 Hours to Hell and Back, Gordon Ramsay Uncharted, Gordon's Great Escape, Hell's Kitchen UK, Hell's Kitchen US, Hotel Hell, MasterChef US, MasterChef Junior, Next Level Chef, Ramsay's Best Restaurant, Ramsay's Kitchen Nightmares, The F Kitchen Word UK, nightmares. and The F Word US. Kitchen Nightmares. That's the one. That's the one you were thinking of?
0: Yeah, that's the one that I was thinking about. Oh, okay. restaurant, No, Bobby, Restaurant Impossible is Robert Irvin, I believe. Yeah,
1: the, the dude with the huge arms. Yeah, I have
0: a
2: photo with him. That's
1: all I know about him. <laughs> oh, cool. His wife is a wrestler, or she was a wrestler. Mm. Yeah, this is the whole list of Gordon Ramsay shows. I think Uncharted I've actually seen some of because my parents, I think, watch that. It's the show where he travels everywhere, I think.
0: I'm, ju- I'm gotcha. guessing
1: based on the title. I think it's on Nat Geo or something.
0: Yeah, I've never uh, seen it. But I've seen most of the other shows that you listed there. <laughs> I haven't course, seen yeah. all of them, but I, I, listen, Food Network was a staple, okay?
1: It was a staple for my mother uh, as well, but I, like, personally, I just can't sit through those shows. Like, I can watch, like, a segment of those shows, but if I can't sit through even a whole twenty twenty two 22 minutes of an episode. Oh, like, you think invite they're me out are 22 minutes? See well, like, a, your Food Network shows are usually a half hour. Like, unless it's a competition game. They're, like, the regular Food Network shows are a half hour. Generally. Yes.
0: Yeah. Like, uh, uh, Good Eats with Alton Brown, that's about a half hour, I believe, mm-hmm. each each episode. Which, Alton yeah. Brown, another staple. I was very sad that I couldn't get to see him when he came down to my town. My friend yeah. did. Didn't tell me about it. Him and his girlfriend went. That's so much bitch. Very, I was very hurt. Jacob, if you're watching this, I was hurt. Um, but yeah. We've started off strong talking about uh food.
1: No, we've been talking about Adam Sandler, Katie Holmes, and MasterChef. That's what we've been talking about so far.
0: I, I still think that's a good way to start. Master Chef <laughs> okay. go hard. Harley says it's a tobacco. It's a tobacco burst Telecaster with a maple neck. Speaking about maple, you like you like like maple bacon? What do you like? What kind of bacon do you like? You like maple? Do you like hickory smoked? Um, do you like maple syrup or are you like more of the just store-bought kind of syrup person?
1: I like maple syrup. Um, I get, I I don't really buy it. Like my parents buy all the stuff. I don't really buy at least, uh, I can't talk all of a sudden breakfast food wise. I don't eat a ton of breakfast food. So I usually just kind of eat stuff that we have on hand. I've never paid close enough attention to tell you what kind of bacon we eat. Um, maple syrup. I know we have. We have some friend, like family friend in like New Hampshire or something, that sent us sent us a couple bottles of his maple syrup and it was really good. I do love maple syrup on pancakes and on waffles and stuff, so I do eat my fair share of maple syrup. As far as what kind of bacon I eat, I couldn't tell you that. Maple donuts though, those those fuck. Those go hard. Now we're talking about donuts. A donut.
0: A donut hole
1: inside. <sighs>
0: ah. Knives
1: Out. Knives Out 2 is supposed to be coming out this year, right? If Netflix is still a thing at the end of this year, because <laughs> Netflix is going down the tubes. Am I right, folks?
0: They lost a quarter of their subscribers in this last quarter. That's rough. No, they didn't. Yeah, they did. They lost uh they lost a quarter. They, the, no, that
1: no, their stock plummeted twenty five percent. Yes, that's they what lost two hundred thousand subscribers yes, out that's of like it, a couple hundred million is. that they have. Yeah, they're projected to lose, like, 2 million 2 subscribers, million. I think, in the next quarter, which, I mean, yeah. compared to their total subscriber base is not a ton, but, like, they see, like, all the stockholders see decline, and they think the shares are going down, or they think, like, Netflix is going down the tube, so the shares are going down.
0: Yeah. I you
1: mean, said they lost a quarter of their subscribers, and I'm like, what? Did I miss something? <laughs> no, 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 a quarter of their shares, that's what I meant to yes. say. Yeah. No, uh, did you see R- that the rich stock people graph? are paying less for Netflix now.
0: Did you see that stock Dad, what?
1: graph? Uh, no, but I can imagine if it went down oh 25%. Oh my gosh,
0: it was amazing. Uh-huh. I mean, like, not amazing, because I don't want, like, Netflix to fail or anything like that. But looking at that stock graph was something so funny. Oh my goodness. You could just see the absolute moment when everyone freaked out. I'm sending it to you right now. Okay. There you go. Um. But yeah, poor Netflix. It's <laughs> it's hard no, to I'd... be the best streaming service when every other streaming service is coming out and taking content from you.
1: It's also hard to be the best streaming service when all your content sucks.
0: Well, yeah, because all the other streaming services are taking it from you.
1: Yeah, but all the original like when's the last really good original they made?
0: I mean, I liked watching uh on my block that ended sex education um also ending i don't watch bridgerton yeah no a lot of what netflix produces is not for me it's a lot of shovelware but i mean they have to keep up with originals in order to keep up with the rest of the streaming services
1: see i honestly i know i know we've talked about streaming before so i don't want to talk people to death about streaming but i honestly don't think much of their content actually drives subscribers toward their like toward them we'll see when stranger things comes back if they have a little bump compared to the loss that they've had but i really don't think any one thing matters toward toward subscribers and i really don't think if they took away even like half of the total amount of original content they make i don't think it would actually matter in terms of like if they made half as much stuff as they do now i really don't think it would matter but they throw a lot of money at all this stuff so i think it would matter toward their bottom line It would Mm -hmm. probably help their bottom line in the long run run, if they didn't make so much content. Because none of it sticks, and none of it really translates into long-term revenue or growth for them. So I fail to see the point in all the stuff they make.
0: Bobby brings up Squid Game. Uh, They are doing a lot more uh, Korean-based productions now. Mm -hmm. The last couple years that they've been doing originals is that they've had a lot more Korean-based stuff. The other thing is that I feel like Netflix tries to be way more of a catch-all than some of the other services. Like Disney Plus, you know, families. Mostly it's families. HBO Max skews more adults, but there is... Or like adults, I don't want to say like film bros, but they have a much more refined catalog uh, than something like Netflix because they have... A lot of stuff for kids, a lot of stuff that's, quote unquote, like the Food Network stuff, the challenge competitions. They have the adult stuff. They have their movies. They have their animated shows. They have so much that they do to try to get as many people to watch their services. Whereas I feel like with HBO or with uh, Disney, they aren't trying because they're like, we know what our market is. You know what Mm -hmm. I
1: mean? Yeah. Yeah, Netflix, it felt like they sort of coasted on being the default for, for so long. And now that they actually have competition, it's starting to they're, they're starting to be pushed back against them because I think people are like, we have so much other stuff, so much, in a lot of cases, better produced stuff with higher production value and more of a built-in audience. We can go elsewhere for that. And it doesn't help that Netflix just keeps raising their prices more and more every year.
0: Yeah, that's the main thing is that Netflix keeps raising their prices. You know, Netflix might as well be run by Bob Chapek. Raising the prices and then cutting features or cutting, uh, in this case, programming that people actually like. Because Netflix yeah. has this thing where they'll end a show after three or four seasons and that's it. Like no rhyme or reason. Because I'm now worried about Umbrella Academy, which is another one that I like watching. That might be ending after this season as well because Netflix has a thing with, all right, three seasons. Three or four seasons is usually when they'll cut it off. I think Stranger Things is getting five, right? Because I think it's getting f- one more after this, yeah. Yes, because season four is two parts, which I don't I don't get. If they're releasing within like two months of each other, just release it mm-hmm. all at once. I don't get it, but whatever. And then yeah, season it's like five is
1: coming out. That two part thing is like Netflix's own way of them doing sort of episodic stuff. They're they're doing two different binge blocks instead of one. That's their version of episodic, I think. Because they refuse to just do anything episodic.
0: Yeah. Uh, Patriot Act with Hasan Minhaj, which he's performing in my town tomorrow. And then another one in like the same state a couple hours away. Uh, He's performing tomorrow there. And I can't go. And I am so mad. It's It's either this week or next week. But I can't go. And I'm very much upset. But Harley brings up Glow as well. Yeah, there was Glow. But uh, Patriot Act, that was weekly. Um, I think their kids shows they do weekly. I think He-Man might have been weekly. I'm not sure. But the ones that they choose to be weekly are very bizarre. Yeah. Um, Stephanie brings up the UI. That's Netflix's best thing is their UI. And Mm -hmm. it's patented. So no one can physically like take that netflix ui and apply it to other things um so that's why so, <coughs> that's why so many other uis suck uh disney plus is terrible hbo max isn't bad but it's got its issues paramount HBO, plus,
1: hbo's issue is like everything everything but their ui i feel like the actual experience of watching stuff on their app sucks it crashes all the time in my experience
0: doesn't crash for me nearly as much
1: uh, I don't have the problems, like, I don't have the problem as much as other people have. I literally, like, feel like every day I see someone somewhere complaining about HBO Max just working, like, dog shit for them. It doesn't happen for me that often, but it's happened enough, and I feel like every time I boot it up on my Xbox, it needs an update.
0: Oh, mine never does. Mine is usually always fine. Uh, Paramount Plus, though, that's a shit show. <laughs> what a... We, we talked about this before, but those subtitles on Xbox are horrific, I don't know they're
1: they're they're small and they're black how can you (laughs) and you can't read those especially like most of the stuff you have is going to have you know a lot of shadows it's not going to be particularly brightly lit and you're not going to be able to read the subtitles and you can't put like a background layer on them so it's like a black background with white subtitles like normal subtitles are you can't do that at least not on the xbox so it's absolute garbage
0: yeah because the pc one when we're watching our sonic commentary which by the way guys go listen to our sonic commentary that's out. Uh Paramount Plus was giving us a hard time with that in general, trying to get mm-hmm. all that stuff recorded. But um, the subtitles on PC, you can customize like you can customize the font. You can customize the size. Yeah. You can customize the color, the background, no background. And it's just so weird that their Xbox version is literally size 12 new times new Roman font. <laughs> yeah. Black. Uh
1: huh. Not not that I would be watching much more on there than I do now, but it it doesn't make me want to use that service anymore.
0: Yeah, every time I I want to watch something on Paramount Plus, I'm like, oh, with the subtitles, mm-hmm. it's it's annoying.
1: Yeah, I literally uh, some behind the scenes about that Sonic commentary. We have like four different audio files that we recorded throughout that because one of us kept like. We went back and forth having issues with Paramount Plus. Mine got so bad that I literally just stopped. I turned off Paramount Plus. I went over to my Blu-ray shelf. I got the Blu-ray out, redeemed my digital code for that movie online and then watched it on Apple TV because I could not get Paramount Plus to cooperate with me. It just wasn't working like at all. Like using it on my Mac was absolute garbage. It was a nightmare.
0: Yeah, no. I I hate it. Um And then there's Apple TV Plus. Which I don't ever have issues with, because it's Apple they put a lot of money into their streaming service stuff
1: um, I've never had any issues with it, but I also don't use it that often that's that's my stance with Apple at this point,
0: yeah, yeah, Netflix is still just the quote unquote best streaming service service from a design standpoint. it's designed the best I rarely have issues with Netflix I Their UI is the best. Uh, Their algorithm for promoting content is not good, though, but I think that's an issue that all streaming services have because Disney Plus has the same issue of they barely promote when things come out.
2: Mm
0: -hmm. Uh, HBO Max, I don't ever really notice if they promote when things come out other than I know when it's coming. It's like Barry comes out on Sunday, so I know that that's going to be on HBO Max that night. The Batman just came out on there, so I already know about that. But outside of that, any, like, new shows, unless you're one of the top tiers, you're not going to really get that promoted, in my opinion. Like, Cooking with Selena Gomez is not going to get the same amount of hype as The Batman by Matt Reeves. And it should, shouldn't it? I mean, have you seen that show? No. (laughs) Nick, you're missing out. Cooking with Selena Gomez is something. Selena Gomez is something. All right, sorry um no yeah in general There's... streaming services have become television cable which we all knew was going to happen eventually mm-hmm. Uh pick and choose the ones that you like wisely also just cancel and then re-up for the month when your show comes back and yeah it's really all there is to it
1: yeah like my my netflix right now if, if i were paying for netflix i wouldn't be paying for netflix is is what i would say my parents have netflix and so we share that so if they get rid of theirs i'm not gonna put up a fuss and i probably won't re-up until like february next year when i can watch the couple oscar movies that they'll probably have that's pretty much it
0: gotcha yeah we still have it because i do watch stuff on there every
1: now and then but yeah i'll occasionally watch stuff on there yeah i tried to watch oh there there's I had my first ever really bad experience with them. Oh, yeah. A couple weeks ago, I watched Ali, the Michael Mann movie, and it was on Netflix. So I tried watching it on Netflix. And then three minutes in, I thought it was a stylistic choice because the sound was still going. uh, But the picture faded out and I waited about seven minutes with the musical montage of that opening in the background before I realized I don't think it's supposed to be like this because we're now into regular dialogue scenes. Um, and it lasted that way for the rest of the movie i skipped ahead to see if it ever came back so for whatever reason their file for ali just didn't have picture after the first three minutes which was bizarre luckily it was also on hulu and then i was able to just go over there and watch it there but yeah that was my first ever bad experience with netflix
0: No, i had a very similar experience when i watched the uh the vince vaughn and Haley steinfeld movie term life i don't uh-huh uh the same thing happened to me where like the movie was playing perfectly fine right And then the screen just went black, and I'm like, um, there should be, odd like, I was able to hear (laughs) audio, but didn't see any visual, Um, and then it was like that for the whole rest of the movie, so I just watched the rest of it on my phone, on Netflix. It was fine there, but on my Uh Xbox, for some reason, it just glitched out.
1: Yep, mine was on my Xbox, too. I legitimately thought, because, like, Michael Mann does some weird stuff stylistically sometimes, and there was the music was going really slow in the background. I'm like, this might be a stylistic choice, but once it actually like, cause it went on for another like seven minutes of song. It was a long time. I legitimately thought that it might've been a stylistic thing for a long time. If it were anything else that would have called it as an issue, like immediately.
0: Yeah, no, I'm with you. It's, uh, that's Bobby bit, says term
1: life, that's a movie.
0: Yeah, it came out in 2016. It's a Titan 93 starring Vince Vaughn, Haley Steinfeld, Bill Paxton, Jonathan Banks, and Mike Epps. What a, what a cast. What a cast indeed.
1: R.I.P. Bill Paxton. I miss him. We I need, miss we Bill need more. Bill Paxton too. I almost said we need more Bill Paxton, as if that could ever actually happen. Um, yeah. I love Bill Paxton in very much anything. Bill Paxton's great. He's an absolute treasure in Edge of Tomorrow.
0: He is a treasure in Edge of Tomorrow. He as was also, he is in most
1: things, but especially Edge of Tomorrow.
0: He also elevated the hit ABC show Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. because he came on as one of the mentors for the S.H.I.E.L.D. agents and then that was how they revealed that HYDRA had infiltrated S.H.I.E.L.D. back when mm-hmm. they were trying to keep up with the movies. And then at a yeah. certain point they just said, nah, we're just not going to anymore.
1: That was probably for the best. They had their devoted fan base, like, at that point, just catered to that group of fans that you have. <laughs> well,
0: yes. By the time that they stopped, they had their their fan base. When the whole Hydra stuff happened, that was still the first season, and it was not well-received. And then yeah. Bill, uh, not Bill Paxton. Uh, Bill something? Uh, Remy from out two
1: Pat and Oswald.
0: Pat and Oswald. Sorry, it was Pat. Uh Pat and Oswald. He was on Ages of Shield for a while as well. He played I a, didn't hear about that. He played like twins and triplets. So it's kinda like okay. when you play gears, like you have the car mines and stuff, he played a series of brothers that all looked the same. The brothers. Uh, the brothers. They all looked like uh Pat and Oswald. And he yeah. would play them
1: yeah I think like retroactively, I think I heard Kyle McLaughlin was in it here and there. Um, he wasn't there. He
0: played uh Chloe Bennett's father,
1: okay uh yeah, i don't I didn't hear much else about that show. Uh, I had my my roommate from my first couple years of college who I knew in high school he was a big fan of that show uh and so i heard little bits about it from him and he tried to give me the hard sell on that show and i'm like nope dude i watched three episodes at the height of my marvel fandom and i thought it was terrible i'm not gonna try and get through a couple seasons of that until it allegedly gets good i just can't do it
0: no that's fair i'm not gonna make you watch it would never make you do that yeah harley atwell also showed up a couple episodes
1: in agents of shield as like Old her because
0: they did like flashbacks to the Howling commanders. Oh, they did flashbacks, okay. Yeah, so you would have uh, you'd have her there, you'd have I forgot his name, but he was in Sonic. And we mentioned him, he played Dum Dum Duke and um, uh, Neil McDonough. Neil McDonough, he showed up for a couple episodes as well.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So, yeah, Harley said when White Chin Man turned out to be Hydra, it was pretty cool. Not gonna, it did, it was pretty
1: cool. Who are we talking about here?
0: Um, his name is Brett Dalton. He's an actor. Is um, he was. Like Jasper? What? What character are we talking about here? Uh, no, this is for Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. stuff, not oh. movie stuff. Okay, okay. Yeah. You know, th- that supporting cast was actually pretty good. Uh, sorry, that's, that's the last thing I'll say. The supporting cast for Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. was actually pretty good. And some of the characters got done dirty because they were like, all right, you're going to go have a spinoff show. And then it never happened.
2: <laughs>
0: and then they never brought Ghost Rider back, even though uh, Gabriel Luna did an awesome job and he still wants to play Robbie Reyes. I love Gabriel Luna.
1: I don't think I know Gabriel Luna.
0: Terminator Genisys.
1: Didn't see it. Oh, okay. Well, he was the Terminator in that. I believe you. I've Let me look him up, see if I know him from literally anything let's see real Luna I've seen him in zero things on letterboxd dang he's actually in Terminator Dark Fate not uh Genesis. oh
0: Dark Fate my bad my bad yes wow. Genesis was the Amila Kirk one right
1: mm, yeah with yeah. Jai Courtney and Jason Clark I want to say
0: yeah that sounds about right mm-hmm. he's in a movie called balls out
1: hope he got paid for that
0: let's see balls out is a 2014 american live action animated sports comedy film directed by andrew disney based on a script by bradley jackson this film stars okay i don't care
1: kate mckinnon and beck bennett are in it yeah i see that and jay jake Farrell. Lace. what jake lacy from season nine of the office is the lead apparently yeah clint howard's in it but ron howard's nowhere to be seen what's he, what's he doing there wow i thought it was funny here? when he popped up in solo yeah Ooh,
0: brothers that show up in uh in in uh in sci-fi stuff i always like because oh man here we go we're talking about the whedon uh Uh-oh. uh that's true. By the way, Joseph brought up a good point. He said Gabriel Luna was cast yeah. along Pedro Pascal for the Last of Us. Yes, he's playing his brother. Uh, They're brothers. It's not Billy Baldwin. One of the Baldwin... Adam Baldwin. He's in Adam Firefly. Adam Baldwin,
1: Stephen Baldwin. Okay. Yeah,
0: Adam Baldwin's in Firefly. Absolutely love his character. His character's name is Jane. Okay? He's in love with a gun called Vera.
1: <laughs> okay.
0: That episode in general, not my favorite. Um... But I don't know if you've ever seen that hat. It's uh, it's like an orange and yellow beanie. No? Um, no, I don't think so. Anyways, it's a classic hat. Anyways, this is just me saying that uh, Adam Baldwin was good in Firefly. I haven't seen him in anything else. I know that he, d- he still does TV and stuff. But uh, he was good in Firefly. I liked his character. Uh, fuck Joss Whedon.
1: I'm actually looking up. I wonder if he was in ODST. Because they got... Like, Nathan Fillion and also oh. one or two other people to be in ODST.
0: He has done a couple video games, I think. Let's see. Adam Baldwin.
1: ODST cast. Nathan Fillion, Trisha Helfer, Adam Baldwin. Yeah, he's Dutch Adam ODST. There you go. Alan Tudyk's also in there. Nolan North. Wow. I didn't actually a realize good, they had that. That's a good cast. Yeah, that's a good cast. He's in <laughs> Trisha well. Helfer, uh, Adam Baldwin, Alan Tudyk, Nolan North. That's a pretty good top five there.
0: That's a very good cast right there.
1: I honestly don't think I knew Alan Tudyk was the voice of Mickey in Odst.
0: Dan, they got three of the Firefly. Has to be in Odst. Yeah,
1: Alan Tudyk. Yeah, ah. I, that's like co- criticism I've heard about Odst is that they tried to make it like Firefly, Firefly kind of because they just got a bunch of that cast in there.
0: I mean, Outer Worlds is Firefly, the video game. They even mm. reference Firefly mm. because there's a there's a part in Outer Worlds where you're carrying cows, right? But uh, mm-hmm. one of the episodes of Firefly is them transporting cows. And the bay in the Outer Worlds on that ship that you have is literally the same bay as uh, the Firefly one. So okay. they made a rough to that. I think the ship itself is literally the Serenity. Uh, let's okay. see. Outer world ship. Because it looks very similar. Okay, it's not... I lied. It does not look similar at all. But there are a couple things there that look kind of similar. Mainly the engines on the back and then the front of it look kind of similar to the Serenity.
1: Oh, Harley, you do raise a good point. Nolan North does play Romeo, who is a black guy in uh, ODST. Oof. Didn't even know that. Didn't know Nolan North was in the game.
0: Yeah, neither did I. I mean Nolan North just has a career that spans so long and so many characters. Yeah. It's kind of hard to keep up with.
1: Oh yeah, that was Nolan North. Okay, so he is Uncharted guy, right? He's Nathan Drake. Yes, he is Nathan and Drake. And Troy Troy Baker is Joel.
0: Yes, Troy Baker is Joel. Got, he also okay. plays Nathan Drake's brother in Uncharted Four.
1: Okay. That's right. Yeah. But like for Baker... the two those are the two yeah. naughty dog guys I think of, and I can never remember which is which.
0: Troy Baker also does a lot of Joker um. Stuff. Yeah, he was so Joker if, in
1: Arkham Origins.
0: Yeah, he was Joker in Arkham Origins, the Lego mm-hmm. games as well. He was Loki mm-hmm. in the Lego games. So if you see something that's animated, um and it doesn't promote Mark Hamill as Joker, probably like 75% of the time it'll be Troy Baker doing that voice um for yeah. Joker.
1: So I, I'm I'm on IMDb falling down a rabbit hole here. So I got to Jen Taylor from ODST. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't know she was Peach. She's been Peach like most of the last 20 years. <laughs> Peach Peach? As in Peach from Mario. Okay. I did yeah. not know that either. And also the voice of, of Toad. Because <laughs> I saw a I credit for Toad. Sunshine. It, says, it just says Toads for her for Sunshine. So yeah, she's been Peach in like the majority of the Mario games of the last 20 years. And actually, even before Halo, she was in some of the N64 games. Pretty much since Peach had a voice, it's been Jen Taylor. I never knew that.
0: I absolutely love that. I love Toad in general. Uh, Mm -hmm. Anything that's like this song, but if it was sung by Toad, I click on it because it's just so (laughs) funny to me. You haven't seen Moana, huh? Never mind. Uh, They did a, they're like, if Toad's saying how far I'll go from Moana, it is just screaming. and I love it. (laughs) uh you should watch Moana it's good
1: I've heard it's good it's on my Disney plus watch list which is the strangest place in the world my Disney plus watch list there's so much random shit in there that I'm never gonna watch
0: yeah we've had this conversation about Moana before but you should watch it it's good I should maybe that's what
1: you watch tonight after the podcast maybe we'll see how late we go yes Harley we didn't know that okay I feel like I did know that but I'd forgotten it or I at least thought that she had voiced Peach in something. I didn't realize she was the predominant voice of Peach for the last 20 years. I don't think I knew that.
0: Yeah, I don't really keep up with all the Peach actors, so I was unaware of that. I mean, there's only one, so...
1: Well, I... These can't be all the Mario games in the last 20 years. There's like a four-year gap where she's not Peach here, for whatever reason. Yeah.
0: No, but in general, voice actors, guys...
1: Harley, I don't even remember life before Halo, okay? Neither does Manny.
0: Yeah, I was I was
1: three. It was right after I 9-11, was... which I don't remember. Manny was so four was months a... old.
0: Yeah. So I was barely old enough for Halo.
1: I'm only twee-
0: What's the movie? I don't know. Diary with a be Kid. What a shame. <sighs>
1: I watched that. That was maybe the most <laughs> disappointing movie I've ever seen. Honestly, that was like the height of my Whippy kid fandom. And I watched that movie. I was so excited to finally get around to it. And ooh, it was bad. 12 year old me at least thought it was bad.
0: I say rewatch that's one where, it.
1: I was gonna say that's one where weirdly I might actually like it more than I did when <laughs> I was a kid.
0: I would say I think Roger rules is still the best. I rewatched oh, oh, them okay. all but roger rules is the best of them and i think it's the best book so
1: did you see the animated one that came out a couple months ago
0: no i didn't i said that i was going to and then i never did
1: i was gonna give it a shot then i heard it was like yeah
0: fine yeah i heard it was just all right and i'm like oh it kind of sucks i heard a lot of the main issue was the animation now i'm like oof, really yeah
1: yeah, I think my my issue back then was like I absolutely couldn't see any of those people. Like it's not fair because of the the art style of those books, but I couldn't see any of the actresses as those characters really when I was 12 or whenever that first first movie came out. Um I think I would be over that at this point. Yeah, I think you would too. I'm not going to watch it, but I think it would be I mean, I think maybe I'd be more appreciative now.
0: Yeah. No, once again, Steve Zahn is just killing that movie. He's amazing. Uh, Especially in Roger Rules. But...
1: Uh, Sorry to interrupt. Bobby, I'm seeing a Masked Singer thing on my timeline. Um, Former mayor of New York, was he tonight or is that an older one? That's all I'm going to ask. We can move on. Okay.
0: Speaking of tonight or older one, I don't really know how that's a segue, but we both had been playing a game for the last couple of weeks that I was particularly very excited for. Uh, it was my most anticipated game of last year, and then it got delayed. We have that on the air of me saying it was my most anticipated game of last year, and then very it sad. got delayed. But we're, of course, talking about Lego Star Wars, the Skywalker saga. It was finally, finally released, and I could not be happier. But before You could not be happier? Before I gush, I want to hear Nick talk about it and his experience with the game
1: are you sure you want to yes okay first off bobby says yes it was tonight because i remember seeing this like months ago when they taped this of when it happened i heard about this and apparently they just aired it tonight Ooh, that sounds awkward uh you get you guys can look it up what happened tonight if you're curious um anyway lego star wars um so i was anticipating this game i was like fairly excited for it not obviously on the level of you um my usual Lego thing is every few years I'll get the itch to play a Lego game. I'll wait for a sale and I'll buy one of them for five or ten bucks. I don't think I've ever paid full price for one up until now. And I paid for I paid for the deluxe edition, I think. So it was 70 bucks, I think. And I got like Mando and other character packs and stuff like that. And two more uh, character packs
0: just... came out yesterday as well.
1: Oh, didn't even hear about that. Cool. Um, yeah, so I was looking forward to it and it was kind of weird to start because... I expected it to be different than what the old LEGO games were, but I didn't expect it to be as different as it was. Uh no, one second. <clears throat> didn't expect it to be quite as different as it was from a gameplay perspective. The thing that I had to get used to, it's not necessarily that it's worse, it's just that it's very different, is that this is much less of a puzzle game, and it's much more of just kind of a straightforward action game with, with occasional basic LEGO elements to it. It's really not as much uh, you break stuff and then you figure out how to build stuff you have to figure out how to use all your abilities to get through these puzzles there's elements of that but it's not nearly as much of the focus as it was in all the older games or i shouldn't say all the older games but because i haven't played anything i would say from the past five years but as lego as i remember them this doesn't feel quite like that it's still got um can you still hear me Uh oh
0: yes no i hear you
1: okay Oh man, it like it looked like Marinette went out for a second. That was scary. No, anyway, <laughs> um, I totally lost my train. I thought you're talking about um, the puzzles. Yeah, so it's less puzzle focused than personally than I wanted it to be. That was kind of the stuff I always enjoyed figuring out different combinations of characters, what abilities worked here, what abilities worked there. Again, there's still elements of that, but it isn't as much the focus anymore. And I don't necessarily hate that it's different, it just doesn't feel as interesting to play for me from time to time, especially because a lot of the gameplay feels padded, like when you're exploring the hub worlds, different hub worlds as you're getting to and from your missions, like the when when you're orbiting the planets and you're going through space, that stuff is fun. I think the uh, the vehicle, all the vehicle stuff in this game is tremendous. I love flying around, I love driving around, anything I can do with a vehicle I love. But when you're just kind of walking from point A to point B to get to your destination to... uh to actually get to the next mission it just kind of feels like padding even though they do have to play out bits of the story so you know the context of what's happening next but there's really not much interesting going on it's a lot of just walking around punching stuff so you can get coins and if you want to explore to get the big unlockable which i think they're called kyber bricks uh, you can do that but at least in my experience i don't find that stuff particularly compelling um, I've played through, I think, six of the nine movies. I have, uh, kind of went in a weird order. I have Return of the Jedi, Last Jedi, and Rise of Skywalker left. Um, but it's been getting better as I've gone, I can say. After Phantom Menace, which is what I started with, I was feeling really weird about the game, and I was kind of worried I wouldn't like it, but it got good to me, and I can firmly say I'm enjoying it now. I think I played it for, like, 15 hours. I don't know how much of the post-game I'll actually play. I'll probably mess around with free play a little bit, like I always do, but... All in all, I think it's solid. It's just different than what I was expecting. And at first, that felt like a disappointment. But I've settled down by now, is what I can say.
0: Good to hear. Now, y'all ready to hear me gush about... No, I'm kidding. Um, I was very excited for this game. Um, the plan was to start it on Monday. Then they said, um, midnight. And I'm like, no. Then we were like, all right, see, so you guys have to play it on Tuesday. We're like... Alright, cool, so it'll open up at midnight, right? They're like, no, it'll open at 9 a.m. Uh, PST. And I'm like, sorry, what? So while console players were able to preload the game and play it the day of, because you or the day before, because you could set it to New Zealand and you'd be local time there, so it'd already be the next day. Um, I had to wait <laughs> way longer than I wanted to to play the game. And then I played, I think, like 20 hours that first week i really enjoy it um i i like the gameplay i had known i had expected going into it that it wouldn't be as puzzle focused one of the first things that i liked was the camera i liked where the camera is placed not all the time there are issues where it gets into a really weird spot and i don't like it but a lot of the time i do like the new angle for the camera it's much more third person um and it just looks better in my opinion. I think the graphics, this new engine, though it gave them a lot of trouble, I think it was for the better. I think this new engine is just awesome. It looks amazing. Um I think I agree with you that uh Phantom Menace was kind of a not a slog to get through, but it was like, okay, it's Phantom Menace, let's see where we are going with this. There was one mission in Attack of the Clones that just completely tanked my PC. And that's been happening for everyone. One of the missions is just not optimized. But I'd say pretty much everything after that was just like smooth sailing, enjoyable stuff. I think the trench run is done really well in this game. Like Uh you said, the vehicle combat and the way vehicles handle in this game, I really enjoy. Uh, I don't agree with the padding stuff because I think you can just easily beeline through all of it and not worry about any of that. To me, it doesn't feel like padding. I've seen people say that it felt really short since the missions are only about uh, 30 minutes
1: max, would you say? Oh, most of them feel like five to 10. Most of them feel much shorter than that. Most There's of them are close to like long. 15, I would say. Yeah, I would they, say on average feel...
0: 15 to 20 minutes, some of them do get up to 30. Um, obviously, yeah, some of them are a little longer.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and they feel like they might not be as short as they as I say they are, but they feel shorter than, again, what I'm used to in LEGO games, because the the actual missions themselves feel like they're shorter because I think the main focus of this game is on all the exploration, the open world stuff. Because they give you, I don't know, a couple dozen worlds to explore between all these movies. 23. And, um, how many? 23. Okay. Yeah, so they give you that. You can orbit uh, the space of each of their planets. You can do space battles. You can explore. Uh, a lot of the planets have different pl- different environments within the planets for you to explore. So you can find all those collectibles. I feel like that's the focus of the game more than the actual missions within the movies themselves,
0: which I'm not necessarily going to disagree with. But I think if you look at something like the Lego Harry Potter games, those remind me a lot of what this game is, because Lego Harry Potter has a lot of the same things of, all right, there's five missions per movie. Um, They're going to be 10 to 15 minutes each. And then you're just going to keep going through Hogwarts and that's how you're going to get it. Because both of the games have those sections where it's not technically a mission, but you're progressing the story forward. Like you'll get cutscenes, you'll go to a specific area, you'll have to do a certain task, but it doesn't count as a specific mission. Lego like Harry Potter and this one have the same mechanic and the same gameplay loop. So I guess for me, I like coming off of playing that game recently, it felt perfectly fine to me. But I can see like how... If you've played something like the first Lego Marvel Superheroes or Lego Batman Two or One, it might feel a little bit different. But to me, didn't I didn't really have an issue with it. Um, Phantom Menace, I think, did feel. Those are the missions, in my opinion, that felt the quickest.
1: Because the first one is... It felt like barely any gameplay in Phantom Menace. It felt like... And it's weird because you can start with each... With either of the three first entries in the trilogies. But Phantom Menace is the only one that feels like it's the tutorial. Yeah, I'll agree with that. Yeah, something about Phantom Menace... And it's probably because there isn't a whole lot in Phantom Menace... Um yeah. I think they were struggling to get to five missions. There's not like five action sequences they can do. No. They there pretty isn't. much had to separate all the stuff happening in the third act as it make each of them a mission. That's pretty much what they had to do. Yeah.
0: Third act has what, two missions? Three missions. It has three missions, um, yeah. Because the first one is yeah, three.
1: Es- is
0: escaping the big fish. There's always a bigger fish. Uh the next one is the boon to race. The third yeah. one third is one
1: i think it's the i think it's small the lightsaber yeah it's small yeah. the then fourth it's... one is the jar jar one with the oh the big, yeah yeah big the battle. Battle.
0: and then the last one is uh with annie and when you yeah. take down the ship so yeah yeah phantom menace i think just doesn't play well regardless of if it mm-hmm. had been more focused i guess is what i'm saying
1: but the yeah. other movies in my attack- opinion of- play
0: perfectly yeah. fine attack of the clones mm-hmm. was fine yeah.
1: Attack of the Clones is just structured to be like serialized adventure with pretty much nothing happening in between anyway, so it yeah. kind of works out like the mission structure works out for that movie in particular.
0: Yeah. I still think the best one was A New Hope. Something about that game, something about that section of levels, mm-hmm. in my opinion, just stands out as the best. Yeah,
1: There was one mission A New Hope that I didn't like, which was when you have to repair the Falcon at most nicely before you take yeah, off. That one Don felt like kinda, to me.
0: That one was just kind of meh, but... What was the Attack of the Clones mission that tanked your PC? The Droid Factory.
1: Hmm, okay. That is
0: the only what? mission that everyone has reported. That, really? That it's just that mission. The rest of the missions run perfectly fine. Buttery smooth, not an issue. That one ran out like 12 frames a second. It was bad. It was very uh, rough. Is
1: that something they can just hopefully patch? At yeah, yeah.
0: Point? They, they, they have a patch coming out. Okay. Which... Speaking about bugs, I have not been susceptible to many bugs. I think my game has crashed like once or twice, but I wasn't even really playing it at the time. So it's not like I was in the middle of something and I lost lost a lot of projects. I was probably just standing around not doing anything, but apparently a lot of people have experienced a lot of bugs, which I was not
1: aware of. Um, Um. Yes. Yeah, the only bug the only bugs I can really think of are sometimes when I'm like going to press B to pull down a lever, sometimes my characters will just be kind of stuck for five to ten seconds before they actually can initiate the animation. It's happened a couple times for me. That's the only thing I can think of.
0: Yeah. Harley says Personally I think Lego games could use more sequences of walking and talking down empty hallways and staying in front of semicircles. They
1: have more of that in this game than you'd think, Harley. <laughs>
2: They,
0: again they, a
1: lot of they, the a lot of the kind of transition points going to just Camino of, was
0: when you get to oh, Camino God. that was the one where I'm like oh, okay can we just speed this up I yeah. don't I don't really like that part I think yeah. that's the only one I can remember happening um when you go with Ben to Moss Isley, didn't really yeah, care about you gotta
1: it. walk through to the bar and all that yeah. yeah but
0: I did like like how they introduced Jedi mind tricks in that specific point when they're like all right hold Y to get a jedi mind trick on this person i don't use them very often but i like I the either. attention to detail that they put into it that's the main thing that i can praise the game is that there mm-hmm. is a lot of stuff in the game um now you have there's a lot of
1: stuff there's a lot of love put into it like yes there's, there's good attention to detail for sure
0: yes because now like on top of re redefining lego gameplay because now they have like combos um they switched up the way that characters work in here as well you're missing a couple things like the customizer which is kind of sad but i think all in all i'm fine with it i'm i still want it to be in the game eventually but i don't i miss it but it's not going to be a selling point for me of oh no customizer i'm gone because that was a thing with a lot of people um but on top of that they just have so much love on each of these planets. One of them that I really enjoyed exploring was Kanto Bight. I don't know why. I like just hanging out there. Um, I think it's cool the way that the map is actually structured um, with the beach. And then you have the casino and the way that all that stuff works. Um, all the planets. Coruscant is awesome to go through. I love hanging out on Coruscant. Yavin 4 has a lot of complexity to it as well. Exegol. I got to Exegol and I thought, okay, so this is all it's going to be. No, I dropped at some point and there's an entire underneath area. And then there's a bunch of different pads in Exegol that lead to other parts of the underneath. And I was like, whoa, this is a lot bigger than I thought it was going to be. So Mm. all that stuff is there. I think the Lego humor in this one actually really shines um, compared to some of the other games. There's some really good moments in here. Uh, one of them had me laughing out loud. I can't remember exactly what it was, but that was a really funny one. Uh, there's one point where Padme says, were you joking about sand? He's like, yes, it was horrible. Um, <laughs> when when Rey hears the Jedi at the end, one of them is Anakin going, I don't like sand. So yeah. that, there's stuff like that. Um, there's one that's been going around about Obi-Wan and C-3PO when they're in A New Hope. And a Stormtrooper says, maybe it was just another drill. And they do a slow pan to C-3PO, and he has a drill in his hand, and it's rumbling. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it. So I think the humor in this one actually is pretty on point compared to some of the others. Um, but yeah, I have really enjoyed it. There, I do wish that we had Clone Wars stuff. I'm always going to miss Clone Wars stuff. But I understand. It's the Skywalker saga. They want to do this. That's perfectly fine by me. I don't need it in this game. That's, I think, the main thing that I can say about it is that there's not something that stands out to me as saying, I need this in this game. The game was Uh delayed three years, worked on another engine. A lot of people left. um, A lot of staples of Lego left this game for reasons such as crunch and bad workplace environment, which is completely understandable. They pushed a lot of their workers to the edge with this game. I hope that they are having a long break from this, and they should be very proud of the game that they produced, is my take. I very much recommend it, but obviously, you know if you like a Lego game or if you don't.
1: Yeah, I would say so, and it feels like our opinions with us are in line with how we usually feel. I generally like them, don't, never quite love them, and that's kind of how I feel about this one. You are a much bigger fan than I am, and you can tell that our opinions on this game reflect that. Uh, that's pretty much all I can say. It's fun. I would personally suggest getting it on sale. I think I said to you at one point that, I, oh, I don't know if I'll get 70 bucks worth out of this. I think ultimately I will. Um, but it's just not, in terms of like entertainment per minute for me, it's not up to the level that I would personally want, I guess. Because again, there's a lot of moments where I'm just walking around, which I get a little annoyed by. But otherwise, like, it's really solid overall.
0: Yeah. And maybe it's because I have played a lot of LEGO games. Hold on. Maybe it's because I have played a lot of Lego games that I'm used to just walking around and going hunting for bricks or for like those kinds of things, but I completely understand like why it would bother someone. It's not yeah. like a like a God of War or something where you're just always doing something. There are those downtimes, but I think in those times you can have just cool moments of, man, look at that thing. That's cool that they have that in here. The oh, mm-hmm. one thing one lesson that I'll mention uh, you know when you get into a boss fight and you'll say like Darth Vader and then the Aurobesh underneath. Yeah. Though the Aurobesh actually has different messages. So the first time that you fight Sidious, uh, I think in Revenge of the Sith, it'll say, um, I am the Senate. Then you go to oh, Yeah, I've, I've heard about all these. Yeah, yeah. Then you go to Empire and it'll say something else, and then you'll go to Rise of Sky where says, Not this guy again. So I I mm-hmm. wanna go through and go. Th- And see all those messages um, and see what they say because that's a really cool detail. That I mean, it's just cool, it's a little thing, but it means a lot to people. Yeah, it's it's detail and
1: it's and it's yeah, it's detail and it's fun. It's love, that's 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 the main
0: thing I can say is that it's love and you can feel the passion in the game at every step, in my opinion.
1: Yeah, this game feels made with love in a way that I haven't. Felt in a Lego game in a while, I would say, because you know, there's that point in like late 2000s, early 2010s when there were so many Lego games, and I haven't played a lot of them. But I'm sure at that point, a lot of those were not necessarily made with love. Like the, the development one, of this one yeah. was like so troubled and all that that I feel like the people who actually stayed on for this game were really, really passionate about it.
0: The last one I can remember having this much love was the first Lego Marvel game. Um mm. Lego Batman 2 is pretty good as well, but I think something about working with that Marvel license and just having those characters in specific, I felt way more like, oh, these are people that really like this product. Because it wasn't like mm-hmm. Avengers, not not Marvel's Avengers, which is a shit show, Lego Marvel's Avengers, where they did yeah. a couple of those movies. I didn't really care for that one, um, but... That was one where I'm like, all right, cool. So they got a contract to do this, and that's what they're doing. I didn't feel it like I did with that one. But yes, this one is definitely the most that I have felt in a long time.
1: Yeah, I think the point uh, back when they were making a lot of these games where I officially felt like they were kind of jumping the shark with Pirates of the Caribbean, I think.
0: Mm, I thought you were going to say Lego Indy 2.
1: Well, I didn't play Lego Indy 2. I played the first one, which yeah, I remember first really one's liking. Good. That was That around the t- That was around the time I watched all those movies for yeah. the first time
0: no lego uh, indy one yeah, part, is good.
1: Pirates of the caribbean was one that i remember like barely hearing anything about i don't even know when it came out exactly but yeah that felt like the one that was like one game too many at that time
0: yeah they have a lot of games they have a lot they of do games.
1: we did we did a lego tier list i think on that stream we a did a couple weeks ago yeah and, and I I would... i've already forgotten a lot of the games that were on that list
0: there's a lot of like ds games and stuff that i yeah, I personally don't count because I'm like, is it a I don't know, it's like mainline TT Lego game, but is it one that plays like this one or like mm-hmm. like Lego City Undercover? Like that's perfectly fine. It was on a Wii U, but it plays like, quote unquote, a normal Lego game. Yeah. I was about to I was about to say, speaking about Lego games, the metaverse, but I'm not going to. Um, Ew. What I will say is that Kirby 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 he's the star of the show we both played some kirby Kirby, as well i'll let you talk more about that because i have only played the first world i enjoy it very much i think it's very cute and wholesome and it just brought me a lot of joy and energy to play through a kirby game uh like this and i enjoyed it very much i like a lot of the powers um in it i like the challenges So I think it's a very nice, just chill, relax. You're playing Kirby kind of game, you know?
1: Mm -hmm. I'm with you. I uh, reported back to this, I think, probably around the point that you're at when we did our last episode. And the other night, I finally beat the game. And what I can say is that this game was... I can't talk all of a sudden. This game was a blast all the way through. That's what I can say. Um, I think it gets better as it goes. There's a couple points where it feels... um, a bit repetitive i feel like you fight a lot of the bosses multiple times not even like in the boss rush mode which they do have um, but like even within the game itself i think there's a couple points where you um encounter some of the bosses a couple times too many but even with that it feels really well paced there aren't um there isn't an abundance of levels i i think on that episode i said there were like six to eight levels per world i don't think it ever gets up to that much i think it's like four to six it's probably (laughs) excuse me Four to six is probably more in line with what you usually get, but you get little side levels where you focus on one power up and you go through a series of challenges with that power up and then you can earn points toward the shop in your hub world so you can upgrade all your power ups. So it's it's a really fun gameplay loop and you also have a lot of uh, leveling up and stuff that you can do and some of the abilities you get when you level up each of your uh, power ups like those get really cool. And it's just really satisfying to go into any gameplay scenario and play them and also figuring out what works best in certain situations, because there are a lot of levels where you're kind of free to use whatever power up you want, especially before boss fights, they will leave them all right there for you and uh, you get to choose from them. There are a couple boss fights where the abilities I chose were not doing so well. So when I died or whatever, I would uh, go back and I'd try a different ability and I realized that, oh, this works against this boss because it has this weakness and stuff like that. It's not groundbreaking stuff, but it's enough variety that I think, um, it becomes really enjoyable, even, even in spite of the fact that the bosses can get kind of repetitive sometime. And that, again, it's not really reinventing the wheel, but it's just, you know, you get choices. You can choose how you approach any situation. You can hold on to your power up from the last level, or you can spit it out and you can, uh, swallow, uh, another enemy to get, a uh, a new power up or the, whatever one that they have. So it's really enjoyable. Um. I think again I think it's paced incredibly well you don't have too many levels so you can uh, always feel like you're still moving there isn't really a point in the game where I feel like it dips you know usually in any game you'll get that section that you're not as big a fan of like in Mario platformers to me it's always the desert world that I like the least and there's a desert world I think in this game and I enjoyed that perfectly fine um I think on the last episode, I said it was more of a platformer, but it's pretty much just kind of a 3D action game. There's some platforming elements, but because you're Kirby, you get like 15 jumps before you start sinking. So the actual timing and placement of jumps doesn't really matter. So it's less of a platformer in that regard. But the action in the game is super fun. I, I really don't have that many complaints about this game, other than the fact that it gets a bit repetitive with the bosses, but that's pretty much it. Um I'm going through the post game right now, and I I don't know how far I'll get with it, but uh, yeah, I'm overall a huge fan of Kirby and the Forgotten Land. I would recommend it to anybody. It doesn't, I would say, even though Switch games don't really go on sale. I would say get it on sale for forty or thirty bucks if you can, Um, just because it's not a particularly long game. I played probably nine hours to beat it, and I'm like at like eleven or twelve now, so. It's not the longest game in the world. If you're concerned about the length of your game giving you a bang for your buck, then I would say wait for a sale. But I think by the time I'm actually done with this, I'll have 60 plus bucks worth out of it for sure.
0: Yeah, I think I'll have the same thing. I yeah. I knew what I was getting into. I've seen like some people be like, oh, well, Kirby's buddies. I'm like, it's Kirby. I don't I don't know what you expected, but for me, I just expected a fun time where you kind of breeze through the game and you just enjoy the gameplay. And that's
1: what i like about it yeah that was my concern was like i figured it would be a short game so the gameplay really had to shine for me and i've heard you know kirby games are often just cute and fun and i was hoping it would be a little bit more than that to justify being a full price game for how short i figured it was going to be and i think the gameplay is good and varied enough that it was good enough to be worth it yeah
0: so that's always good to hear but you know what's not good to hear? I have breaking news here, Nick. Oh. And I'm very sad to give this on the air. Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse delayed until June 2nd, 2023. Part 2 pushed back to March 29th, 2024.
1: I wasn't anticipating, like, any movies the rest of the year. Other than that. Me neither, man. <laughs> This is a shitty year for movies. I
0: don't know what else there is this year for me to
1: care about. At one point, it was like Mission Impossible in September. That's the one. And then that got delayed by a whole year. Oh, that sucks. It wasn't even a summer movie. Like, this summer is abysmal. Have you seen The Slate for this summer? No. The only
0: thing I know of is Thor in July. But apparently that might also get delayed. But we'll see. (laughs) Uh.
1: Do do we want to talk about what's coming this year, movie-wise? Not really. Yeah, there's not much to talk about, so I'm just going to mention briefly. Uh, May, we have Doctor Strange and Men and Top Gun. June, we have Jurassic World and Lightyear, uh, the Elvis movie. July, we have Thor and Nope. August, we have... Nothing I've ever heard of. And yeah, there's not really much the rest of the year. We have Halloween ends in October. Don't Evil you want to see that? tonight. <laughs> Black Panther, supposedly in November. I don't see that happening. Supposedly. Um, Avatar in December. I still think, honestly. Nah, it'll get pushed back. Chan- I think it has a better chance of its released date than Black Panther does.
0: Avatar 2 doesn't exist. It's not actually going to come out.
1: You're... We've gotten promotion for it though in magazines and stuff.
0: Yeah, I mean we had promotion for Anthem. They're still promoting it as if it exists. Anthem BioWare employees did not know that Anthem was a game that they were making until they went to E3 and they saw a cinematic for a game called Anthem that had the Bioware name on it and they said, Oh, this is what we're making? (laughs) So I guarantee that's exactly what's happening with Avatar 2. They didn't know that Avatar 2 was actually a thing that was coming out. Um, until, like, they started saying, like, promotional images, and they're like, oh, is that us? Are we supposed to be there? Because they're just CGI images of people. See, those those people and the people on set and any of the uh, like production design or the concept art that we've seen for Avatar 2, It's not real. It's just stuff that they made up.
1: So, genuinely, now, if Avatar makes its release date, that is the one movie the rest of this year that I can actually say I'm looking forward to i don't i don't know what else is the coming. mario movie i'm not looking forward to in a good way but that's at the end of the year let me see movies of 2022 list because i mean I, unless we get to some smaller stuff like the fablemans which is the spielberg movie about his dad that'll probably be good mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um but that's not like a big movie to look forward to black adam is apparently this year no that got pushed it says it's in October now. I think it was over the summer. It was originally over oh, okay. the summer. I know Flash got pushed. Yeah, Flash is next year.
0: Chippendale Rescue Rangers.
1: Isn't that on Disney Plus? Yeah, I'll see it. I guess IMDb only has the coming to theaters list. They don't. No, have I'm on IMDb, and on it's. A, I have IMDb, oh. and
0: it's on there. Okay. Uh, I'll. I probably won't see Bullet Train, but I'm at least interested to see what it is. I'm uh Nope isn't really grabbing me. I don't want to see no. the of super pets.
1: Um What about Minions, The Rise of Groove? Oh yeah, I'm totally ready for that one. Um That that's that comes out of my birthday. That's my birthday movie this my year. My birthday
0: movie's Thor. Oh yeah, yeah. Um what was I gonna say? We keep I keep seeing this thing saying, like, oh, we're going to get movies from all these directors this year. What a great movie, and I'm, what a great year. And I'm like, I can't really think of anything that I'm, like, looking forward to. I know that Damien Chazelle has a movie coming out this year, so I'm excited to see what that's, that's going to be. I believe it's this year, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, right there. No, last year. It... Uh, it's in okay. December. Oh, that's December what
1: it is, 25th. Okay. I didn't know that was him. I didn't, or I didn't know the title of his movie. Yeah, yeah. No, last year felt like that year because you had like a new Spielberg, a new Del Toro, a new PTA, uh, Jen Campion who hasn't made a movie in a long time. Um, There's a couple I'm forgetting as well. Uh, But yeah, last year felt like more of that. Like you have big hitter directors, at least you know, not like big hitters in terms of blockbuster stuff, but well-regarded directors kind of all making stuff at the same time. Yeah.
0: No, this year feels like uh, this year feels. I'm gonna say, guys, it feels like
1: 2016 no 2016 had more than this bro <laughs> yeah
0: 2016 to- did have some more stuff
1: not a fantastic movie year but it was a a, a damn sight better than the than the way this year is looking yeah right now.
0: it does look better we at least got star trek beyond
1: we got star trek beyond i mean kung fu panda yeah, 3 beyond like come on guys arrival la la land moonlight. civil war <laughs> zootopia nice guys yeah uh moonlight as you as we said Finding Dory, I still like. Ten Cloverfield Lane, Edge of Seventeen, Edge of Seventeen, fucks. Sing, Sing Street, Hell or High Water, Jungle Book was good. I like Jungle Book. Um,
0: yeah, I like the first Deadpool still. It's obviously gotten I, down yeah. in years. Yeah,
1: but I still think it's fine. Yeah, I don't like it anymore. Shin Godzilla, if you want to count that, we got the Killing Joke. Ooh, no, no,
0: no! <laughs> don't, don't, don't count that in one of the good ones. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I paid money to like rent that because I really thought it was gonna be good. I still have yet to see it. I can watch it on HBO Max at any point. Yeah, it's fine once it actually gets to the Killing Joke stuff. Which is what
0: I hear. I hear the first third kind of sucks, yeah. and then the last two thirds are all fine.
1: The first third is like shockingly bad.
0: Well, you tell me you don't like Barbara Gordon and Batman banging
1: on a rooftop. That's not even it. Like they have the worst fucking stereotypical gay character as her friend. It is, like, the shocking how bad that character is. That's the only thing I remember from that movie because that character is so bad. I don't remember the actual killing joke stuff, which is generally pretty good. I don't even remember that stuff because that character was so bad.
0: Yeah. It is what it is.
1: Oh, we also have the do-over with Adam Sandler and David Spade on Netflix. You can't forget that from 2016. Never saw it. I didn't either. I'm just looking at all the stuff on this list. I think the only
0: Sandler Netflix movie I saw was Who Be Halloween.
1: I didn't even see that. I haven't seen any of his Netflix stuff.
0: Yeah, that's the only one I've seen.
1: Anyway. I mean, the North is coming out. That's this weekend. Yeah, Yeah, I'm hoping to see that with friends this weekend. Like, I'm gonna see stuff. There's a lot of stuff here that is not being promoted yet that i'm sure i'll end up seeing and obviously yeah. the fall has a, is when the you get Oscar all the stuff season. that that you're yeah like all the stuff you don't know about at the beginning of the year so we'll get that stuff but yeah in terms of big stuff it's not looking particularly good
0: yeah i mean even for like like franchise films i'm like there isn't really anything this year either <laughs> spider-man was the only one i mean i, I have my tickets for multiverse madness But other than that, I'm like, that trailer for Thor didn't really grab me. Nothing from DC, unless it's Shazam 2. Oh, Shazam 2 is coming out this year, I think.
1: I still don't. So I'll be excited for that one. I don't care about Shazam. I like Shazam. I like the the first one fine, but I have no desire to see the second one. I really like the first one a lot. I don't know, something about
0: it just works for me. But yeah, it was... What's the other stuff that's coming out this year? Jurassic World top is coming gun. out. Yeah. I mean, like, Top Gun, top, I'll see for the film. Like, I don't know. Yeah. It looks good. Um,
1: yeah. Fucking Lightyear.
0: Lightyear, I really don't have any opinions on. I have no strong It's not a franchise, but,
1: it. yeah, it's not a franchise, but the Elvis movie. Yeah. There's, I mean, there's like nothing Star like Wars like...
0: this year. I mean, like, we have Mando and nope. Obi-Wan coming out, but... No movies. No movies, and we still don't know about any...
1: Do we have Mando this year?
0: Mando's this year. Mando oh, okay. was supposedly the summer, according to Giancarlo Esposito.
1: That's not happening. No,
0: it'll be December again. It'll be October yeah. through December, the same way that season that all the seasons have been.
1: Aren't they supposed to fit the Cassian Andor show in there somewhere?
0: Yeah, Andor's supposed to be coming out. Apparently season two of Visions is coming out, which I am excited for that.
1: Yeah, I saw that. Are we getting... Are we or or did they just switch to Star Wars shows this year instead of Marvel shows?
0: Marvel, we have Miss Marvel, we have She Hulk. Um, I don't think we have a new season of What If. I think that's it for this year. So we still have two more shows. So it's okay. about the same as last year because last year it was Falcon, uh, it was Wanda, it was Loki, and it was Hawkeye, and you had What If in there as well. But this year is yeah,
1: it's so like last year. like last year, the big shows were like all Marvel because the Boba Fett show started at the end of the year yeah, and carried over into 2022. And you have three, maybe four Star Wars shows after that this year. So it feels like it's flipped from last year where the biggest stuff was Marvel and they have some, uh, some Star Wars stuff in there, like visions and stuff. But this year feels like the opposite. I mean, the same, the big heavy hitter shows are Star Wars this year.
0: It was the same way the first two, the first year of, uh, Disney plus as well. Because first year of Disney Plus was Mando, Clone Wars, Mando again. That's what you yeah, had didn't Disney have, Plus for. They
1: didn't have any Marvel shows yet. Nope. Now they do.
0: Now they do. So I'm sure they're going to be alternating again. Yeah. Because WandaVision isn't coming back for a second season. Captain America and the Winter Soldier is turning into Captain America 4. Hawkeye, we still don't have any announcement for if there's if they're getting a second season. I I want there to be a what second one. What I saw the other one, day was that it's so. not happening. Yeah, I don't think it's happening. Um What If is getting a second season, Loki is getting a second season. But Loki doesn't even start filming until maybe this year. Blah. Yeah, I didn't really care for Loki.
1: But Yeah. I mean, I'm kind of blah about everything we've mentioned here. Like I'll watch Mando, I'll watch Obi Wan. We'll see if I watch the Castane Andor show, because that's a character I don't care about from a movie I didn't like, so but maybe
0: the show will make you care about him more and you'll get to know more about him.
1: And he's already dead, so why would I care?
0: I mean, that's what happened with Black Widow.
1: Yeah, I didn't watch that because I don't care. Yeah. Mm.
0: You think we've had enough negativity this episode?
1: What's something nice we could talk about? Well, we can talk about
0: Sonic too, Electric Boogaloo. And by we I mean well, you I can.
1: Yeah, by we, it's me. I, I went and saw Sonic 2. It did a double feature with something else that we can mention, even though you and I have already pretty much had a big conversation about that. I don't already. think
0: we have on air.
1: Um, not on air, but we pretty much had the full conversation with Elena in the DMs. Yeah. Um. Anyway, Sonic 2 I went and saw last weekend and i had a lot of fun with it folks you'll be shocked to hear i like the first one a lot as you uh, if you listen to the commentary you could probably tell that i like the first one a lot i think you do too and i don't know if i like this one quite as much but i still think it's it's close enough it's really enjoyable it's a full 2 hours this time which is the only real drawback but i wouldn't say i felt the length when i was watching it it just felt like some stuff that didn't need to be there but i didn't feel like the movie dragged necessarily but i like the new characters they brought in they're all enjoyable additions it feels very in line with what the first one was it doesn't feel like it feels bigger in scope but otherwise it doesn't feel out of line with what the first one kind of established as the style of these movies um it feels like more of the same and if you like that then you'll probably like this if you didn't care for it this won't change your mind i don't think Um, because it does double down on some of the stuff that uh Like, pretty much a lot of the stuff in the first one, they double down on a lot of that. Some of the stuff I didn't like in the first one, they gave more of in this one. Um, But I actually found that stuff to work a little better here than it did in the first movie. But, yeah, all in all, it's more of the same. And if you like that, then you'll like this movie.
0: How many Olive Garden ads did we have?
1: It's not really an ad, but they had one brief mention of Olive Garden. (laughs) Dang,
0: they knew. They knew exactly what they were doing. Mm
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, there might have been a second one, but there's only one that I can remember.
0: (laughs) I, like, hardly had to say.
1: I say we... (laughs) Uh, No, I'm not talking about that I'm not going to talk about it either. I don't even know about these particular comments. Me neither,
0: but my take is, uh, fuck that person.
1: My take is, yeah, that sounds about right.
0: Now, I want to talk a little, uh, just very quickly, spoiler for Sonic 2, because... Spoiler, spoiler, spoiler. Hold that spoiler. thought. I
1: have to let Dexter out for one okay, second.
0: Okay, guys. Can you believe this man? Mains has a dog. Like, who has one of those? It's kind of unbelievable, the fact that he has a dog. I don't. I don't support it, guys. That's what I want to say, is that I do not support Nick having a dog, because it interrupts our podcast. I am, of course, joking. Of course, I support him having a dog. I love dogs. I love the dogs. Who let the dogs out? That is the main question that we should be asking today. Maybe that's the question to life. Who lets the dogs out? Was it the dog keeper? Was it one of the vets? Did a dog somehow figure out how to get his lock off? Maybe it was a cat. And they want to frame the dogs for doing something bad. That way the cats look good. (laughs) Harley, I love using that emote.
1: I'm back. Welcome back. Okay, so the spoiler you one are you asking about the credit scene? Yeah
0: yeah yeah. So spoiler, spoiler, spoiler for the credit scene. Hi, Asun. Um spoiler, spoiler spoilers, spoilers for Sonic 2. My boy Shadow is coming in the third one? Yeah. Let's go. If there is a third one. They, if Jim Carrey there is a third if one. Jim Carrey accepts the money, which I think he will. But he will.
1: And if he doesn't, they'll still make it without him.
0: Uh they said that they might that they probably won't
1: if Jim Carrey doesn't sign on bullshit they will absolutely make another movie without him these movies do too well he is not like these movies can be fine without him is my take he's really enjoyable in that role but they they'll be fine without him interesting
0: i've seen opposite but i'm excited to see shadow i've seen a couple people say like get john bernthal to voice shadow and i'm (laughs) like huh interesting
1: idris elba does pretty much steal this movie he's like the absolute fish out of water comedy that you would expect from that from him as this character in this type of movie but it still works. He's very much like Drax and if you like Drax you'll you'll find Knuckles to be funny. Yeah, that's what I've heard. But I yeah, I don't really know anything about Shadow as a character except that he looks cool. He's always been the coolest looking Sonic character to me. But yeah, like I <laughs> pretty much everybody knew that's what the credit scene was going to be. And yeah. that's what it was. And that's what the third movie is going to be. I don't know the Sonic cast really beyond the people, the characters that we've seen. So I don't know how, if they make more than a third movie, if they'll keep expanding beyond that. I mean, they could bring Amy but...
0: in who <laughs> Amy's the pink, uh, Sonic character. She has, I okay. think like a green headband. Anyways, they could bring in Amy. Uh, there are a couple other characters that they can bring in from like Sonic boom um which from what i hear is kind of like the version that they took for Knuckles is they kind of took okay. a lot of inspiration from that version and the original of course um Tails is always going to be Tails there isn't really a version of Tails to take from um and then Sonic is Sonic X Sonic the Hedgehog the the those versions of Sonic but yeah Shadow he's a he's a fun character to hang out with
1: to hang out with,
0: yeah. Like, oh, oh. What if he you? Your what, what if you went he, out? What on, wait, what if you get like Metal Sonic and they do a Godzilla versus Kong thing?
1: I think they might Ooh.
0: actually. Uh, bro, that'd be kind of cool.
1: There's. Sounds like the Royals won.
0: Did the Royals win? Apparently, uh sounds like it. Apparently, the Celtics also won. Oh, did they? Supposedly. Pa- let's Let's go they were behind most of that game like yep
1: they won they're up two nothing in the series let's go baby
0: yeah there it is they won by seven
1: hell yeah um anyway sonic yeah this is fun i'm i still think even if jim carrey retires which i don't expect him to but even if he does i think they'll work around him because these movies are very successful and i just can't imagine because like I just can't imagine Paramount just saying, nope, Jim Carrey's gone. We simply cannot do this. I don't know if they'll recast him, but I still think they can absolutely continue without him. Oh,
0: I don't think they recast him. I think... I don't know who I, the other villains are, but of,
1: I'm sure you can come up with something.
0: I think Shadow the Hedgehog is Vegeta. Nick, do you know who Vegeta is?
1: I know the name. I know he's from Dragon Ball. Yes,
0: correct. Okay, well... He's the
1: bad guy in Dragon Ball, right? No, 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 that's... uh, What's his name? Can I get it? What's his name? 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 He's green. What the fuck's his name? Piccolo. I got it.
0: Okay. Yes, that is Piccolo. Honestly, I want to like I want to play a game with Nick to see how many Dragon Ball characters he can name if I show them if I show him a photo. That'd be fun. Maybe we'll do that after it's, the episode.
1: It's those three. It's Goku and Vegeta and Piccolo. The Jamal ones I now.
0: Okay. Um What was I talking about? Oh, yeah. I think you underestimate <laughs> uh how much people like jim carrey in that role because a lot of people that i've seen talk about sonic 2 say that they can't do sonic the hedgehog without jim carrey and that they don't want to see another one if jim carrey doesn't return because of how well he
1: plays that character so i know people love him but i still think that people overall like the the movies enough that they can at least do one more without him that i don't see know. how i know goes. that people like
0: the movies enough but that jim carrey gives it a big boost for them to where they can handle some of the quote-unquote short givings of uh mm. sonic at least from people that i've seen online talk about it but in general yeah i'm excited to see sonic eventually i've just been slammed these last couple of weeks but i was able to go see one movie which is uh Okay, Bobby. Bobby, I hope this is right, but is it Gohan? Mm-hmm. Oh. Oh. Gohan is. It's named after his grandfather. I, like, oh, I don't know if his grandfather's named Gohan.
1: I have no idea, Robert. I have no idea.
0: And I also don't know if that's his oldest son. But when he said, who is it named after? It's his grandfather. So I don't know if that's the correct answer. Gohan or Goten? Anyway, we started talking about Dragon Ball.
2: Dragon, Whoa, wait. Dragon, dragon, ballsy.
0: Ah, dragon, Dragon, Dragon Ball Dragon, Dragon, Dragon. Sorry, you're saying?
1: Is that the theme song?
0: Uh, For one of them, yeah. Oh, I was right. It was Gohan. Okay. And it was named after his uncle. Or his grandpa.
1: Congratulations.
0: <laughs> Let's go, guys. I know my anime. I've seen Dragon Ball. I saw the Android 18 saga and the Cell Saga.
1: I do not I do not know my anime. I don't know a lot of anime.
0: Only I don't know anime. A, there's only a couple that like I can talk about some of Cowboy Bebop. I can talk about Pokemon, uh, Indigo League. I can talk about some of Dragon Ball. Um, I can talk about the first episode of One Punch Man. Okay. I can talk about the first like 13 episodes of Attack on Titan. But other than that, I'm very clueless on a lot of anime. But you know what? I'm not clueless on everything, everywhere, all at once.
1: We've been trying to do this
0: segue for like 10 minutes Yeah, I mean, it was only the last couple minutes. But yeah, guys, we saw the movie. We enjoyed it very much. At least I did. I know Nick had some issues with it being too much at once. And that he wanted it to be toned down a little bit. Which I personally disagree with. But I mean, it's his opinion to have. I think the story... What I like about it is the amount of just absurd shit that happens. And the way that all of them can make you feel something. Because there is that moment towards the end where a ripple effect starts happening and it hit all of us when we were in the theater watching it. So uh, long story short, I think it's funny. I think it's well-directed. I think everyone gives a great performances, gives a great performance. Kihi Kwan should absolutely keep doing more stuff. It's good to have him back. Um, Jamie Lee Curtis is awesome as always. I think uh, if you watch any of her interviews with the cast, you can really see that she's just an awesome, awesome, awesome person. And I know Harley had talked about how his family had a photo of Jamie Lee Curtis up in their house when when he was younger. Uh, I might do the same thing because what a legend. What a legend Jamie Lee Curtis is. I think the comedy has a pretty good hit mark Um There are some jokes that don't hit, obviously, but I think in general, I was laughing and smiling throughout. I got really emotional towards the end. I think it's a good message, and I like the way that they chose to tell it rather than going with something a lot simpler, in my opinion. I like how how it can get messy because of the reflection of what it's trying to talk about. So that's my opinion.
1: Oh, is it my turn now? Yes. (laughs) um i like it a lot overall there's a lot of stuff that i think is stupid that doesn't work and i really don't think i really think it ends up feeling too long because it does so many different absurd things and it tries to resolve all of them at the end and i think the movie works just as well if not better if a lot of that stuff is not there in terms of broad strokes that's what i can say about it because i don't most of these people here probably haven't seen it i know bobby has seen it uh, but otherwise i'm not sure who has seen it so i'm just gonna not be too specific but richard has also seen. i'll echo like you is okay i'm seeing. his yeah, i'll echo like right you as far yeah 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 i just saw it now um so i'll echo like you as far as i think the performances are all great i appreciate the message even though i think i've seen a lot of movies with similar messaging like that in even just the last couple months it's just kind of how things worked out um but yeah like i i would say i still like the movie a lot overall but i'm left thinking about the stuff i didn't like because that's just how my brain works yeah
0: he's just inherently a negative person guys <laughs> it, it yeah i'm not gonna say anything oh okay <laughs> i yeah, yeah that
1: yeah that's just kind of some movies are like that for me if they really hit for me but there's enough stuff that bugs me i'm just gonna be left thinking about that and that was kind of how I came away feeling with this for every joke that worked. There were two that I thought, no, you don't need this. And then a lot of those jokes, they tried to turn into serious emotional beats. And I thought they totally fell flat.
0: Yeah. I, like there, we talked about this a little bit where there are like some things that I agree with you of like, yeah, I didn't really need that. Or, um, it feeling a little bit long. I I agree. It felt a little bit long. I, for me, What made it feel long was the title cards, which isn't a spoiler, but they have title cards throughout. Um, So I was just kind of waiting for the next one. So there's a very long stretch where we don't get one. And I'm like, oof, it's kind of long. We're getting towards the end of this and we still have a while to go. Um, But no, I loved it. I think it's really cool. This is one of those where I'd buy the A24 coffee book, coffee table book of the script and just have it in my house. I really like it that much. And I've never done that
1: for anything. I will never do that for anything. Even stuff I really love, I will never do that.
0: Yeah, fucking Nick. This man.
1: What what use would I have paying like 50 plus dollars for a script of a movie?
0: It's just cool to have.
1: I have enough stuff that I've overpaid for that's just cool to have. I don't need that.
0: It's true. You have enough wrestling stuff that you could get rid of.
1: Yeah, I got two Lucha masks now. That's cool. Is there anything else that we want to talk about? <laughs> oh, I can mention something I saw. Okay. Last week, I went to see a movie that's coming out as of recording this coming weekend, which is The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent uh, starring our boy Nicholas Cage. I've seen it which been marketed
0: he... just as Massive
1: Talent. Really? Okay. Um... Yeah, this title, I'm, not that the movie was going to do really well anyway, but this title will totally kill any chance this movie has of being successful. That's my take. Because, literally, um, before I left for the theater, I was talking to my mom about it, and she asked me what I was going to see because she knows I was going to the movies, and I said, The Boy of Massive Talent. And, actually, it was the reverse for her. She had heard the title somewhere, and then I said, it's the Nick Cage movie where he plays Nick Cage. And she's like, oh, I don't think I actually know that. The flip side, when the usher scanned my, uh, my barcode at the theater... He asked, What were we screening for tonight? Because it was an advanced AMC screening. And I said, The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent. And he gave me a weird look. And I said, It's the Nick Cage movie where he plays himself. And he's like, Oh, that one. So it feels like either end of the spectrum, the title is something that the movie, like, that people don't associate with the movie. So when people see the title on a marquee or on the list when they're browsing for movies uh, at the theater, they're not going to know what this movie is, I feel like. And that's going to be a disconnect for people. But. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't see the uh, advertising this week where they've been pushing it just as massive talent. Um, you don't even really need that title for this movie, honestly. There's like a couple lines that kind of reference it in that way, but you don't. That doesn't need to be the title of the movie. I don't know what you would title it otherwise. But um, yeah, the movie itself, I ended up really liking. I was kind of concerned about it because the trailers looked. The movie does still look cheap, but the trailers looked really cheap, um, and I think the movie's kind of shot pretty pedestrian that's a lot of just basic coverage with your standard shot reverse shot it doesn't really do anything interesting from from a production standpoint but Nick Cage is really great in it he's got great chemistry with Pedro Pascal um oh there's Dexter Hold on. so while he's
0: talking about that guy so I really think he could have just called the movie um the Nick Cage movie and he would have been fine
1: Yes, you would have been fine, because um, that's what it is. You tell people it's the Nick Cage movie where he plays himself, and I think they'll recognize it because I've seen that trailer, and most of the movies I've seen this year, I've been to the movies like thirteen times this year, and I've seen that trailer for most of them. Um, but yeah, I think you go there, like you go there for his performance, and there's a lot of witty stuff in the script. There's a lot of funny interactions, particularly, like I said, he and Pedro Pascal have great chemistry. Um, the The scenes where they're just interacting are what I'll take from the movie. I will say I was disappointed in that the trailers actually very well represent this movie and that they pretty much show you the entire movie, like you see the entire plot of the movie. It doesn't really deviate from that. I feel like I saw at least a bit of every scene in this movie, which disappointed me um, because I feel like I, I walked in the movie already familiar with most of the movie, and that's always a bummer for me personally. But yeah, all in all, it's really enjoyable. I wouldn't say you have to rush out to the theater to see it, but if you need something to go see, I think you can do a lot worse than than this one
0: all right um yeah i think that's it i mean i i re-watched all the star wars movies except for rise of skywalker uh and when <laughs> i say like all of them i mean the mainline saga i re-watched the skywalker a- saga yeah, i re-watched all those uh leading up to the game so yeah those were all good yeah all the ones that i saw were good
1: all the Star Wars movies were good? No, all the ones that I saw were
0: good. Oh, did you skip the prequels or what? No, because we had already seen the prequels, so I just picked off...
1: Oh, okay. Well, you said all the Star Wars movies. I didn't know no, I was how I you were. I was
0: finishing that off. I was... Yeah, I saw New Hope, Empire, Return of the Jedi, Force Awakens, and The Last Jedi. They were all good. Okay.
1: Oh, Bobby says they could have called it The Massive Talent Nicholas Nicolas Cage. I think even the better title would be The Unbearable Weight of Being Nicolas Cage. I think that's, it's a longer title, but I still think that's a good title for this movie. That, like, one of the two titles that you or I mentioned, I think, would work better. If you have Nick Cage in the title of the movie, I think it makes more sense and it works better. Um,
0: Just call it being yeah, Nicolas I'm... Cage, like being John
1: Malkovich. <laughs> you could do that, yeah. But then people are like, is it a sequel? I don't know if anyone will actually think it's a sequel, but I've seen some uh, not not to be rude, but I've seen some normies like asking uh, theater employees about every single movie that's playing at the theater, and there's a shocking amount that people just do not pay attention to as far as movies go. Hmm. Yeah,
0: I checked what was playing because I because st- I wanted to go see Liquor's Pizza, still haven't. So
1: <laughs> it's four months later. You'll you'll just have to rent it at this point. Yeah.
0: Oh, yeah, we didn't talk about the fan movie that came out. Uh, Didn't talk about huh? uh the wizard. The what? The wizard movie.
1: Oh, well, yeah, we didn't see it. What could we talk about?
0: The fact that it has a 49% on Rotten Tomatoes and it was the lowest opening for that franchise. Anyway, it sounds, uh, like, don't,
1: it sounds like the series is dead. Yeah, don't give
0: that person any money. Is my opinion. Yeah. I don't.
1: I'll watch it some random night on HBO Max later this year. That's probably what will happen.
0: Yeah, I don't even know if I'll do that. I just... It doesn't sit right with me giving them publicity in any manner. But everyone has their own version of supporting creators that are corrupt. I Like, I'll play Overwatch. Activision works their people to death and treats them very poorly in the workplace. So, it is what it is but I'm glad that the movie is failing and (laughs) that is my honest opinion I'm glad the movie is failing
1: one second sorry
0: Harley's saying let's go burn in hell Joanne yeah yeah I feel you I feel you
1: I'm looking for something there's something else that we can both oh the Tony Hawk documentary oh the
0: hockey documentary yes
1: yeah 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 it was good it was i good. i can't I, I told you but i told you before we uh before we started you mentioned this is something we could talk about and i'm like i don't think there's much i can really say about it because like i was watching it i was vibing with it i was learning a lot because i really don't know much about his story i've kind of just played the games i've heard about his famous moments like when he hit the 900 and stuff like that but really i didn't know a ton about him so it was fairly informative to me and then the very end of it started getting into the stuff that i had hoped it would actually get into is what i can
0: just infidelity
1: no not even that it's um mostly i was thinking i've probably like an hour in. i'm like are they i feel like documentaries like this they always ask someone can you talk about all the injuries you've had in your career like Hmm. every wrestling documentary i've ever watched they ask an old wrestler like name all the injuries you've had in your career then they do some rapid fire editing where he's like oh i broke my elbow in three places and yada 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 and they go through like dozens of injuries that he's had for Tony Hawk I would have been fascinated to hear about each individual injury he's ever had. Yeah. But the last 20 minutes are are some of that and all his all his friends that he still skates with and that he grew up skating with. Everyone talks about the pain that they go through on like, you know, on a day-to-day basis and how it's much harder. Excuse me. How it's much harder because they're all in their 50s or 60s now and they can they still love it so they still do it but they know that they're getting to the point where they can't for much longer. Like the the movie's book ended by Tony doing what's allegedly his last 900 that I think he released that video of last year. Yeah, sometime, he released it
0: a say. while ago. So when it started yeah, off, I, I remember that like, when it happened. Yeah, I, I remember it too, because when I saw it, I'm like, oh, I saw this a while ago. Is this like, are they mm-hmm. just using like archival footage or what was with that? But yeah. yeah. No, it was good. Yeah, it was, I like, it.
1: Yeah, it was a good it's a good examination of The psychology of that, because I was actually just talking about this with my friend last night. we were talking about basketball players, um, and just an athlete's mentality in general of, for me, as I approach things at a certain point, I would have, you know, taken my money, I would have kept my body intact, and I would have just moved on. But as an athlete especially someone who's the best like he's been you know at least in terms of the face of skating he's the face of skating as Tiger Woods is for golf is pretty much the best example I can make is one singular face of a sport for generations um he's that and part of that is that he feels like he has a legacy to uphold uh, to uphold part of it's just he loves to skate so he's gonna do it until he absolutely can't anymore and he talked about he's had like a dozen concussions and all this other stuff that's happened. So he's had actual layoffs in the 30 plus years he's been skating, but he'll still like, doesn't seem like he's changed his approach necessarily at all. He seems aware that he's old because he was approaching that 900. Like it was absolutely his last one. And we'll see if it actually was, but that mentality of an athlete of not knowing when to stop or, or, as some of the other guys that they interviewed talk about, the fact that they know full well that they could and probably will die with not, you know, getting the rotation quite enough on one trick because they can't move their body that well anymore and you land around your head. Like that could that's a very real possibility, especially as you get older and your body starts to give give way on you. Like that's interesting stuff that I'm glad they uh I'm glad they went into in the last 20, 30 minutes of this talk. That was the stuff that stuck with me.
0: Yeah. No, I really I really enjoyed the doc. I also didn't know all that much about Tony Hawk other than he was someone that was always there. <laughs> like he was always <laughs> a figure in my life, quote unquote. Um so I was new about Tony Hawk, but I didn't really know his story and the way that he was brought up and all those things. So it was a lot of interesting stuff to see. Uh when he hit that 900, I was like, "Ooh, yes. He did it finally." And the beginning of him just failing after fail after fail after fail after fail after fail after fail fail of trying to land that 900 is just like rough um Mm -hmm. and that's like the main thing i can get from this doc is that it was rough and it still is rough for tony hawk to skate um because he'll like break himself until he can land something perfectly so that was something that i really did enjoy seeing um but other than that yeah i really liked it it's on hbo it's think like two hours i i think it's Mm -hmm. a great duck to just watch and hang out with
1: yeah yeah like i had played the some of the games as a kid i'd sort of fall in love with those games and tried to skate at one point but like the pain threshold you have to have to stick with it's just not for me like they routinely mess up tricks because like you'll routinely just mess anything up but in skating that means you're skinning your knee you're landing on something awkwardly like you're actually hurting yourself anytime you don't land a trick correctly and that's the thing for me is like the constant pain threshold the constant failure that you have to do to get like if you're really trying to do something that's incredibly difficult the constant failure to get to that point that's not just a mental thing that's your body (laughs) taking more and more damage as you're trying to do something you're making it harder on yourself as you go physically and again it's psychologically that's the stuff i really liked them getting into i agree with you I think that's what I can
2: say. I think that's
0: what I can say, too. I think that's it, too.
1: Unless anybody has a question, they're burning to ask us. Exactly.
0: Now, Nick, you've been working on something Uh for a little bit here. Can you give a tease to the audience of what might be coming in your front?
1: Mm, I can tease that my voice is killing me because I... Did some narration for a couple hours today for something I'm working on. I had this idea to do a reveal video for what I'm doing, even though, like, everybody on Discord knows what I'm doing already. But I still, if we have a sunny day this week, I'm going to shoot something that's a little announcement video. So look out for that in the next week or so from this recording. Hopefully, I'll have something to share by then. But I am actually working on something, which is fun. There you go, guys.
0: He's working on something.
1: I'll play... I'll play coy until now until I have something to actually show.
0: Mm. Mm. Hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Yeah. My voice is killing me. Yeah.
0: You'll be fine.
1: And I, I need to record more tomorrow, but we'll see how my voice holds up to that.
0: I think you're gonna do great, King. Okay. That is just my opinion.
1: See, I'm awkward at taking compliments, so I'm just like, oh, okay.
0: So cows love music. Oh my God. Speaking of cows and music, I I showed Nick the song Moo, aka Bitch I'm a Cow by Doja Cat today. Uh, Me and Elena enjoyed it. Nick had different opinions on it.
1: (laughs) I think I got through like 45 seconds of that song. It's not good,
0: folks. To quote Nick, he said, this is an atrocious song. Yes. All right, so Harley says, so cows love music. It's got to be slow music, though, or they'll get anxious. What Foo Fighters and Blink song would you play for a cow? For a crowd of cows? You know, I think I'd play for All the Cows by Blitzwinger. Not Blitzwinger, <laughs> by uh, Foo Fighters. By Blitzwinger. <laughs> friend of the show, Max. Friend of the show, Max. Exactly. Doesn't have an actual name. First name. First for name for is Friend of the Show. First
1: name, Friend of the Show. <laughs> Last name, Max.
0: No. Uh, <laughs> uh, see, Richard said, I don't say meow. Bitch, I'm a cow. Bitch, I'm a cow. I am not a cat. I don't say meow. Anyways, it's a fun song. It's stupid.
1: Yeah, Harley also asked for a Blink song. Bobby, you can help me on this. Is Fighting the Gravity their slowest song Bobby. in terms of pace? Because I think it might be. I'm I'm scanning through their discography in my brain now to think if they have a slower song than that. But I think that's the slowest song. I think the sl- they don't have, like... Like Foo Fighters have like home uh, Friend of a Friend Echo Silence Patience and Grace. Friend album, of a friend is... Which is very slow and quiet. So like if you're if you're specifically looking for something that's uh, slow but to avoid making the cows anxious, then maybe home is a foo fighter song that would also work. Might soothe them a little bit. Uh blink wise, I think your best bet might be fighting the gravity.
0: Also uh, friend of but, um, a friend. There's another slow foof. I think friend of a friend is the slowest one.
1: You keep mentioning that. I can't think of that song off the top of my head. I'll
0: show it to you after.
1: Okay. I'm pulling up Spotify to look at Blink songs to see if there's. I think it's one. damn it. No, damn it's pretty, pretty loud and pretty fast. That was the joke. Okay. Okay. You know, I can't tell sometimes.
0: You know, I really can't tell with you either.
1: That's just my delivery. Everyone has always said that I have such a dry delivery that they don't know if I'm joking. It's true. Cacophony is a pretty slow song for the first half, and then it gets really fast in the second half. Mm.
0: I can talk about the fact that that's... I'm back to playing Pokemon Unite.
1: <laughs> back on his bullshit, baby. Yeah. Played a little bit before we all started. All this? Ooh, all this is is a good one as well. Yeah, that's... I think it's a little faster than Fighting the Gravity, but it's all in all one of their quieter, slower songs. Do you know Blink has a song called A New Hope, Manny? Mm, interesting. C- came out the year that the special editions were released in theaters in 1997.
0: Mm. Carly says, if you want to go in depth in this, it should be under 100 beats per minute. Let's see. Uh, Run over. Ran, ooh. There's cold. This plays at. What's the BPM? 95 BPM. I'll
1: type been um, Find the Gravity, yeah, see what we got. Home, food, flatters, Home's definitely flatters. slower than that, right?
0: Uh, I don't think so. Home plays at 105 BPM. Really? Yes. Okay. I think Friend of a Friend is their slowest song.
1: And I know for... The acoustic I know version f- of Bored to Death is kind of slow. Uh, from the deluxe edition of California. Bored to Death itself is faster than the... But the uh, acoustic version that they have on the deluxe album is fairly slow.
0: Yeah. And for All the Cows plays... Uh, what's the BPM? Uh, why do you not have a BPM here? It's faster than that. It's...
1: Yep, I'm looking through all their albums. I think that's the best <gasps> that I've got.
0: Richard talking about Digimon Survive. That's right, Digimon Survive finally got a release date for this year. It's real, guys. North American release date oh, is saw- confirmed July 29th, 2022.
1: That is going to oh, be Oh, I fun. just saw some breaking news that I think I'll wait to talk about till after oh, we're done no. recording. Because it's not, it might be something you care about, which is why I'm mentioning this, and it also might be because of icky reasons, so we will wait. Oh, no.
0: I mean, you can send it to me, and then we can see.
1: I'll send it to you, and you can judge, because you you might know the situation better than me.
0: I have a guess. But let's see, what is it?
1: Ooh. The not COVID related part of that headline makes me think, oh yeah, boy. Did not,
0: did not hear about this.
1: Well, yeah, it's eight minutes ago.
0: Yep. Yeah, I've not heard yeah. anything on that front since uh
1: Did not know this was even happening.
0: I can't remember either. Ah, oh, dang it. Netflix just canceled their upcoming Bone series. You ever read Bone? No. You've never read Bone.
1: I when you said Bone, I thought when you said Bone series, I thought you meant Bones series. Is it no, no. like that Fox show that they brought that like they brought it back or something?
0: No. So that's the character of Bone. Okay.
1: Would <laughs> <laughs> you send me something?
0: Yes. Hold on. I read that, and then I read the tweet underneath where it says, several other upcoming animated projects have also been cancelled. Netflix currently sees Boss Baby as the ideal of what an animated series on the platform should (laughs) be.
1: (laughs) Did they cancel Cuphead?
0: Uh, I am seeing right now. Uh, Let's go to yahoo.com slash entertainment. Also, it was indeed a Godzilla versus Kong Uh, event for call of duty
1: i'm gonna fucking install it god damn it you have fun with that i hate myself
0: you can do a stream for that i won't it's 200 gigs of nothingness uh it doesn't
1: can you you imagine me can you imagine the picasso levels of me trying to do a stream of that yeah i'd have to just stream it with my xbox headset because there's no way it would work going through my computer
0: Harley says Bones was, Bone was the shit. See? See? Harley gets it.
1: Okay. Doesn't mean I've heard of it.
0: <laughs> yeah, Bone was a comic book series um, where you followed the character of Bone and his adventures.
1: I kind of figured that. Also, Nick, did
0: you see my tweet that I posted 48 minutes ago?
1: Your tweet? Feel, you tweeted something. Lo- lo- during look the show. at it. Let me look you up and find it. Oh, okay, you shared it. Okay, it's so- <laughs> that's a good bad tweet. That's <laughs> a right good there. bad tweet right there.
0: It's good if you know how I feel
1: about that. I'll give that. you the like. Yeah, you get a like from me. I hate I hate myself again. <laughs> hate my hate myself for supporting my friends again. Exactly, it. it's
0: terrible. Oh, we didn't talk about fast decks either. Should have been called fasten your seatbelts. But, I mean, whatever.
1: I think on multiple occasions I said I thought it was just going to be called Fast 10. Like, F-A-S, capital T-E-N. T-E-N. Yeah. I I was, like, 90% sure that's what it was going to yeah.
0: be. Yeah. When we saw the Fast X logo, I was like, what? Why? It looks like an X-Men title. It's so weird.
1: Yeah, it does. The, the X really looks like it. Harley asks, Nick, what did you look at during Scholastic Book Fairs? Posters. Ugh. And um i bought i bought a diary Wimpy kid book there at some point i huh, don't remember it was always posters because i loved posters i think w- at least one of my spider-man 3 posters in my room of the two that i have i'm pretty sure one of them i got it at a scholastic book fair for 4.95 because i always had the big stickers that said 4.95 for the posters they're good posters too i'm just saying
0: it hurts me man he was disappointed by that it really answer. does you didn't, you didn't buy comics. You didn't buy the Sim- Simpsons. had a long run of where they were releasing comics for scholastic book fairs. Read those. Yeah, but I never watched Simpsons. I didn't so watch the Simpsons
1: either. Those. So why would you read those? They're comics.
0: You take what you can get. I remember there was one and I still try to Not find me. it. I still try to find it. It was a Kit Fisto comic book that oh, I had. Jesus
1: Christ. What? <laughs> A Kit Fisto comic book. Yeah, man, it
0: was good. Let's see, Kit Fisto Clone Kit Fisto's the guy who
1: got murked by Palpatine during that awfully choreographed sequence, right? Yes. Yeah, I'm not buying a comic book of that fucking loser. Nah, man, he's really cool. I'm not gonna say go read
0: the the comics, but I found it!
1: His only on-screen contribution in in anything that anyone ever actually saw was him getting murked by the worst-looking lightsaber combat of all time.
0: I, see. I saw this cover and I recognized it immediately.
1: Are you sending me something? Hold on. Yeah.
0: So this is the cover, but I want to find the actual comic itself. All right. So there's the cover. Um. No, Kit Fisto had an apprentice. Johan Ty. And though. the apprentice died to Maul. Uh, because he was like, "No, nah, I got this." And then not Maul. Uh, Grievous and Grievous straight up murked him and took one of his lightsabers. So one of the four lightsabers that you see in Revenge of the Sith is Kit Fisto's uh, apprentice, Padawan.
1: I think I did actually know that.
0: Yeah, that was a good episode. That's very early on too. That's like uh, probably like the first 10 episodes of the show. Uh, Of Of Clone Clone Wars, Wars, yeah.
1: Then I might have actually watched that. It's first season. It is the first
0: season for sure um i just don't remember if it was um if it was like the first 10 i know that it's the first season
1: okay i watched enough even though i did the chronological order i watched enough that i probably saw that Mm. this was two and a half years ago now gotcha I started watching it right when Disney Plus launched because I was... My original plan was that I was going to catch up before the final season.
0: Mm. Did you?
1: No. <laughs> I got through, I think, most of... Probably all of season one, I think. I think I was... Actually, I can probably look it up and see generally what I Sorry, did you say
0: most off. of season one? Yeah. See, because I can understand getting like, through, like... Uh, I can understand getting through most of, see, I can understand you getting to like season four and wasn't... then like stopping there, even though season five it, it is didn't, incredible. It, it
1: didn't like turn me away or anything. I just kind of stopped. Yeah. It just kind of happened that way. It wasn't anything in particular that turned me away from the show. It just kind of, there, I, what, what happens with me is that I'll go a day or two without doing something then I'll never get back to doing it again. And it was one of those things. I fell out of watching it enough that I'd never got back to it.
0: Yeah, I can tell you exactly where I stopped on my most recent rewatch because I have it on my phone. Let's see. I stopped at the beginning of season three. Yeah, at the beginning of season three. What was the episode where Fives finds out? Oh. Oh, you had to bring up Fives. Fives finds out in season... Oh, Fives. Sorry, I'm thinking about Echo. Fives finds out, I think, in like season five. I know that Echo finds out, and then he is presumably killed. And then they bring him... He
1: finds out in season fives? (laughs) Uh... When does Fives
0: die? I believe, because they kill him. Let's see. He tried to expose the truth of the chips so It was framed for murder by Supreme Chancellor Sheev Palpatine, secretly the Sith, Darth, Sith Lord Darth Sidious, who orchestrated that. All right, so he dies in, let's see, aftermath uh, appearances. His last one is Orders, which is Season 5, uh, no, 515, that's his code name. Season 6, Episode 4 is when Fives finds out. Season six was the Netflix season. Yes, because they got bought by Disney and they said, all right, cool. You're not going to have another episode on Cartoon Network. Mm -hmm. So they finished up season five, which was a really good ending, too. That's a great ending. And then they did a handful of episodes that they were already working on for season six. And they finished those ones. And then that was it until we got season seven, which took... Also, a bunch of episodes from Season 6 that they were planning on doing and executed them there. Because that first four-episode arc with the Bad Batch, that was pre-visualized. Like, you have that on YouTube uh, in very rough shape. But that's out there. Mm -hmm. Um, The Marta sister stuff was also reworked. I don't even know if you even saw Season 7, but... um,
1: the second arc if I saw season yeah. seven. What why would I have? God.
0: Second arc of I just told yeah.
1: you, I just told you that I didn't see the show. Or I didn't finish yeah. the show. Second arc of I did watch the finale though. <laughs> I watched the finale the day it happened.
0: Like, Believe like or the or not, finale kind of finale or the last four episodes? Finale? The series
1: finale. The sing oh the singular god, last Mike. episode of oh the my show. Oh god. The day it aired. <laughs> that was what I watched. And I was like, this seems like it's good, but kind of anticlimactic. That was what I thought at the time. (laughs) Nick,
0: it was a four episode arc.
1: I'm aware but I I just had to see if anything big happened on that particular episode itself, which it didn't. The
0: episode before. Beautiful. That's an awesome episode. You should watch it. You should just watch that instead of like watching a movie, just watch that four episode arc because it's basically a movie.
1: Hmm. Maybe. I had a whole plan. I was going to watch Clone Wars and Rebels at one Mm, point.
0: I saw the first season of Rebels and I haven't finished it. It's not because it turned me away or or anything, but I'm like, hmm, how can we doing better things?
1: Yeah. It's kind of the one-two punch of Rise of Skywalker and then COVID hitting. And then during that whole period, I fell out of love with Star Wars and then had no desire to ever go back to it. That's probably what actually happened. Again, Clone Wars itself didn't tur- didn't like turn me away from it.
0: Yeah, that's see because I was watching Rebels before I saw Rise of Skywalker, and then I saw Rise of Skywalker, and it was like, oh, damn it. Anyways, this isn't a Rise of Skywalker bash stream, but uh, just know we don't like it.
1: Richard says have to watch Do- Rebels. Do, you- Do I have
0: to read Catalyst too? Harley says, just Ugh. watch the Fives episode. It's a nice little self-contained thriller. Yeah, there are a lot of nice self-contained thriller thriller episodes. Um, the one with Pong Krell, that's a good one to watch. Anything with Maul, I think is a good self-contained. Anything on Mandalore. Now, I hate to be that person, but anything with Mandalore and Clone Wars is probably going to play a role in Season 3 of Mandalorian. Yeah, don't care. Yeah, I know you don't. But, I mean, Mandalore's <laughs> just awesome, is my opinion.
1: I know that Katie Sackhoff was that character in Clone Wars. That's pretty much all I need to know. Yeah. All I feel like I need to know.
0: I mean, she also was the leader of a of a rebel group that killed a lot of people on Mandalore and started a civil war.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, she was gifted the Darth Saber by Sabine and Rebels, and then she lost it. So that's why they make a what big loser. point of... Um, you have to win the sword by combat because you have to earn it. Um, No, Mandalore is good. Rex still continues to be my favorite character.
2: Mm -hmm. Good stuff. Good stuff.
0: now star trek on the other hand can we talk about the absolute how long we can, let's, can we yet. talk about the absolute absurdity that is star trek picard i mean that's not my star trek guys i'm kidding i've never seen picard i've never seen star trek i mean i've seen the abrams movies but i haven't seen any of Yep,
1: that's me i've seen those three movies and i've seen literally no other star trek in my entire life
0: yeah i haven't seen any other star trek in my life and i know harley will be like you gotta watch it it's good but uh
1: yeah, I just haven't. It's TV, Harley. Harley's long. Well, get not Harley's. <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right, Harley, here's the one question I will ask you. Would I be fine to just watch the movies? That's all I can say, because I'm not going to watch the seven seasons of Next Generation to watch those Next Generation movies. I'm sure it'll obviously be enhanced if I watch Next Generation. And I honestly, like, I haven't heard those movies are particularly good anyway, but. That that's I guess the one thing I was gonna ask because I'd always thought if uh, like I would always thought I wanted to at least watch the original series movies or at least the good ones. Yeah. But the the original show being I think it's three seasons that's not too much of a barrier for me even though I think it's three full twenty something episode seasons. But uh, next generation I just know I can't do.
0: Yeah, next generation is long, and I know you're not gonna watch Deep Space Nine.
1: No. Or like I'm not I'm not gonna watch Enterprise or Voyager or Am I missing any?
0: No. I mean like Picard is other than the new ones. Well and yeah. What's the new one? Discovery. That's the new one.
1: They have another one, I think. Star Trek Lower Decks. Well No, that's something else.
0: Oh yeah, they do have another one with Anson Mount. Yo, into the Spider-Verse 4K Blu-rays on sale for less than $15.
1: Already got it, baby. Do
0: I have a 4K
1: of it? No,
0: I have a Blu-ray. Every time I see that that art book, I always want
1: to buy it. I would buy a poster or some artwork of that movie and hang that up. I would do that.
2: Yeah. Oh.
0: Um. So Nick.
1: Uh oh. You gonna? I sent it to you. Oh. I don't have notifications for it. Mm. Yeah, I saw that. I've actually been DMing Bobby during this. Oh wow! Because Bobby, Bobby asked what I was talking about, so I sent him the link. Wow, I see how it is. Everyone has their idea on who it is now, and I think they might be right. <laughs> that we're just stepping around to all of this.
0: <laughs> Hold on. They might have just heard something. Uh, Watch this, and uh... <laughs> that gave me a good chuckle.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> That is one thing I'm enjoying about the Batman being out is that everyone's got good high quality uh videos and memes now. That's my favorite thing when movies hit digital is that you get some good content from them.
0: Yes, me too. I am very much enjoying that as well. I mean, the best thing of the Batman for me was the memes that were coming out of it. <laughs> and people
1: that's not how it was supposed to go
2: (sighs) I had it all planned out
1: I'm assuming you were being loud because I couldn't hear you for that entire stretch I mean loud-ish okay Again, Discord will like if someone's being too loud. Discord will just automatically mute them until they're done being loud. Yeah. Harley never answered me, which means he's typing an extremely long comment right now.
0: Or he just doesn't. He didn't hear
1: it. It. Could, it could be. Oh man, I'm craving Wendy's right now. I've had Wendy's twice in the last week. I'm not craving it at the moment. Ooh, I want man. Should we should we talk about the spicy chicken not sandwich? Yet. <laughs> We gotta. Oh, do we have to? Do we have to wait for friend of the show Max to be friend back of on? the show
0: Max has to be on for you to talk about the Wendy's chicken sandwich.
1: Well, I'm just gonna say, if y'all remember from our Batman episode, friend of the show Max said that he would only appear for a Doctor Strange discussion if I had the Wendy's spicy chicken sandwich. And this is not the sole reason I got the spicy chicken sandwich, but last week I did finally get that sandwich, and I was a big fan of it. There you go. I love a good chicken sandwich, and this was a good spicy chicken sandwich as well. Not too spicy, but it has enough kick that it gave it a little something extra, and I was a big fan.
0: Now while we're talking about chicken, the other day I went to Popeyes. <sighs> Ooh, yeah. Love that chicken from
1: Popeyes. Um Did you get the sandwich or did you get like just an I got myself a
0: three piece with a biscuit? And a biscuit? Yeah. Three piece the oh, biscuit, yeah. and uh the mac and cheese, because I wanted to see what it tasted like. Tastes pretty good. Um hmm. I don't know like if I would get that over the fries or anything else, but I mean, it was good. I would. Yeah.
1: Their fries are pretty
0: good there. Yeah. I don't know
1: how I'd like rank them in the tier list, but they have good they do fries. They have
0: good fries. But uh, I had myself some spicy chicken for like the first time. Ooh, that was good.
1: Oh, was... I was going to say I'm not going to mention him by name because I don't even know if he listens, but I'm still not going to mention him by name, but a fr- a friend of mine um who way back last year in our discord i mentioned that he said arby's was terrible (laughs) uh he got to talking about five guys the other day and i said their fries were mediocre as hell which is why they compensate by giving you a bunch of them because they want you to feel like you got some sort of value um and he said that was one of my worst takes was that i thought five guys fries were nah they
0: are mediocre
1: they absolutely are (laughs) i've had
0: them they're mediocre guys
1: I've had them enough. They're n- they're nothing special. I've had all the fast food fries pretty much at this point. I think Jack in the Box, when we did our original cheer list way back in the day, I think that was the one I hadn't really had, but I've had that enough since then. That every- All the major ones, I think I've had at least once or twice. And Five Guys is pretty low on that list. Yeah,
0: I was disappointed in Five Guys because to quote uh, the man Dame Drops, he said, you bite the fry, the fry bites back, my man. They did not bite back, my man. They were just kind of made. <laughs> I don't know
1: why that got you so much. But did. I don't know
0: why that one got you either. That's one of the worst things I've said. <laughs> I think that's why. <laughs> have you seen that video? I must have shown it to you at some... point. No. Oh, my God. All right. I'm
1: not going to... If I have, I don't I'm not going to
0: make you watch it now, but this video lives in my head rank three. Rank rent free just absolutely iconic let's see if i come here can i go to nope all right so we're just gonna click on that we're gonna hit pause share copy link and then go to nick there you go i sent that one to you
1: okay bobby uh while i'm pulling this up bobby says five guys cajun fries are really good that's a fucking lie bobby they're even worse. i have I had them once. It could have been a bad batch. <laughs> bad batch. Um, it could have been a bad batch of fries, but oh, I hated those. Those are like regular Five Guys fries are totally edible. I think they're they're bad by fast food fry standards, but they're still good. Uh, the Cajun fries I could not eat. I had a couple of them, and I thought they were. Just I have terrible. not had the Cajun fries. I've had Five Guys once. I might for this.
0: For the purposes of the show, I might order Five Guys right now, and we might do For the it. the purposes <laughs> of the show. Yeah, I might order Five Guys tonight and just eat and taste their fries and see if they got any better.
1: Okay, so I'm waiting to watch this after the show, yes. right? I mean, you can watch okay. it now
0: and just give your life nah, commentary of what you're thinking of it.
1: Also, Harley replied. Well, up. I Harley said the original series movies are fine without the show. Next Gen are just generally bland, even with the show. That's kind of what I've heard. First Contact is solid. If you really wanted to prep for it, just watch The Best of Both Worlds, two parter. It's one of the better episodes anyway, and it's the only thing I could see really see someone arguing you should see before it. Deep Space Nine is the best show. Watch it. Okay. Mm. Still not going to watch it, but that's interesting. I feel I've like. i heard I've more about TNG. Hear, yeah. I feel like, yeah. Well, no, I feel like it used to be Deep Space Nine, at least from stuff I saw, was not highly regarded. I feel like that's something that's changed in the last five, 10 years in terms of. Not in terms of how that how it's always been, but in terms of what I've actually seen. I've seen more people liking deep Space mm. Nine.
0: While we're on the topic of S- Star to Trek, this got me thinking about uh they did a recent um quote unquote reunion for Stand By Me with Will Wheaton and another actor, I can't remember his name. Right.
1: Jerry O'Connell. Yeah, yeah, it was
0: Jerry O'Connell. Uh right. So Will Wheaton, he was on Star Trek, played Wesley very tragic story i don't know like if you know about everything with will Wheaton and his life that was a rough upbringing to tell you the least uh very manipulative parents and then being on star trek
1: he was a child actor so
0: yes that's the main thing um but um being on star trek kind of just like broke him because of how badly they treated wesley anyways all this to say have you ever heard of the will wheaton project Maybe. Right, so the Will Wheaton Project was a show on sci-fi that was essentially the soup, but for nerds.
1: Okay. Now, timing-wise, was this after his Big Bang Theory appearance yes. started? Yes. So okay. by this point because that felt like his resurgence. That was where I learned who he was. Yes.
0: Yeah, maybe maybe same. It might have been Will Wheaton Project for me. But um mm. yes, it was around that same time for me. Um but the Will Wheaton Project was a short-lived sci-fi series. Lasted one season. I don't even think it lasted a dozen episodes. Um, but it was essentially The Soup or Tosh.0, oh, but for nerds. And they had a segment there mm-hmm. called Skeletor Reads Mean Tweets. And they would have what's okay. voice actor for Skeletor read mean tweets. And then they'd riff off of each other. And that's okay. one of the only things I remember about it.
1: Okay, I, f- I feel like I probably heard about this, but I never saw it.
0: Yeah. I
1: could probably find it for you, too.
0: Not that you'll watch it. Let's see. Skeletor reads mean tweets. Hey, would you look at that? It's the first thing right there. Just looking at that set brings me back to being in middle school and watching these episodes on YouTube in my room late at night
1: see when this is uploaded uh bobby this was a video from summer 2014 it brings many back to being in middle school just wanted to mention (laughs) that for you there bobby that was seventh Uh, grade I will also look at this after the show seventh grade for you that was between sophomore and junior year for me if it was summer 2014 yeah
0: yeah summer 2014 it was a week before my birthday uh Mm. see i was 13 no i was 12 i was 12
1: he was twelve.
0: <laughs> the fact that it actually works is kind of a uh, kind of weird.
1: Yeah, the last thing I remember about Will Wheaton was that he defended Chris Hardwick, and then he uh, turned off all his social media. He's back and that on was socials. The last thing I remember hearing from him. Oh, did he? yeah, he's okay. back? He's been back for a while. Okay, haven't seen anything from him.
0: I was going through my Instagram. To see like who I was following and who like my least interacted followers were. So I could like, or my least, the people I least interacted with that I followed. So I could start unfollowing a bunch of people. And Will Wheaton was there and I was like, yeah, I haven't seen anything from him in a while. And he had uploaded like that day and then the day before and a couple mm-hmm. times throughout the week. I'm like, oh, okay. He's active. Um, I know, I know that he's back. He did take a lot of time off because of mental health and stuff. Um, he has a book. I know that maybe like a year ago, maybe even later than that, uh, he did an episode of my MB Alex podcast um, that she has, which is another good podcast. Don't agree with her vaccine take, but <laughs> it's a good say, podcast.
1: Those two together. Not sure. Not uh, not sure. I like the vibes there.
0: Yeah. no that yes don't agree with her vaccine takes but she isn't i <laughs> i do like listening to her talk it shows that she's
1: uh, i've never like really heard her talk i haven't seen her on jeopardy either
0: um i mean you saw, I not watched you saw jeopardy big bang since, theory since so since you have heard
1: her talk yeah well not like as a person <laughs> <laughs> i like
0: harley said Harley said nick won't watch deep space yeah harley <laughs> that's it
1: uh, <laughs> that's funny you got me harley you got me that's my only reason for not watching a third tier or i shouldn't say third tier it's the third star trek show to yes. come out i didn't mean as third tier as in lesser
0: bobby said i graduated my master's in 2014 yeah i'm sorry bobby how
1: does that how does this make you feel bobby how does me being young make you feel? We've never talked about this before, Bobby. How does that make you feel?
0: <laughs> Other than old. Because I am the youngest it's in funny. almost every group I'm yes. in.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh in front of the show Max's group, you're not, but in ours, you absolutely of the
0: main are. group, I am the No, no, no. No, no, no. I'm okay. not. I'm I'm older than one than one person. But of the main group, I Yeah, I know I know one person that you're older than at least. Yeah. and i'm not talking about spider because i don't really count spider spider i love you oh, okay. but i'm not talking about you
1: you don't count spider
0: for show, nick star trek the um, animated series was before tng
1: you're right i'm so sorry harley i'm a fucking fucking also three seasons that's, that's what i am richard also richard graduated high school in 2014 so you're a couple years older than me you're two years older than me richard
0: when did i graduate 2019 it's so, my brother's seven years. So, my brother, when so my brother graduate? graduated two years before. Two years before that? A year before? When did I graduate? I graduated. The, I was in seventh grade. If he's seven years older than me. He's seven years older than me.
1: If he's seven years so, older than you, he graduated 2012, in
0: 2012.
1: Right? Yes. <laughs>
0: i think i don't know i don't remember when i graduated
1: which means i think Arcadia also graduated in 2012 and Elena, and they were talking about how <laughs> uh tonight by fun was the anthem of their graduation <laughs> and the fact
0: that you don't like that song
1: I, it's not that the not that the song is terrible but it just got so overplayed i liked it for a little while and then a year later i was still hearing it and i was like this is this is too much same with the other the other big song they had, which Subnites. I don't even remember the name of right now, but that's the <laughs> one. Yeah, it got way overplayed, too. I actually liked Fun. That one... <sighs> yeah. That song... Okay, I was going to go into wrestling. Yeah, oh, my
0: God. Of course, it all leads back to wrestling.
1: That song played... Okay, that song played in the preview video for the huge Rock versus John Cena match in 2012 when The Rock came back to wrestle. That's all I was going to say. Tonight by Fun.
0: <laughs> Bobby said, um not Bobby. Harley said, Bobby's playing the solo from Pink Floyd's time right now to work out his angst again about Manny's rage and Manny's age. Well wow, I could not say that sentence.
1: <laughs> it's funny because I know I know you said that you don't care, Bobby, which I know you don't, but it's funny because um Pete's older than you. I think Pete's the oldest of our yeah. main crew. And and I feel like Bobby is way more sensitive about <laughs> About feeling like he's old than pete is. yeah I mean, bobby and jb who i think you're both from the same year really bobby and jb are, i feel like yeah. jb's younger i think pretty sure they've talked about that. <laughs> i think time. so too sure they're both born the same year <laughs> yeah
0: <laughs> when you say it i'm like i think they've talked about it before but it doesn't feel right to me
1: hmm yeah
0: yeah anyways i'm young that's the main thing Is that I'll say something and everyone will be like, "Stop it! You're making me feel old because you said it that way."
1: I'm like, "Oh, I'm sorry." I think I feel like you feel older than me on this show because of all the internet stuff that you've been privy to that I'm not. Yeah, that
0: it's not that I feel like older. Maybe you're more more experienced in certain
1: areas than I am. Yeah. (laughs) I I just realized being more privy to the internet makes me feel makes me older. Is what like it would normally feel yeah. like or you being more privy to the internet than me
0: yeah that's yes. what i was trying to say it's weird yeah jb and bobby are the same age huh interesting
1: i graduated fifth grade no no i'm bobby
0: bobby you got your master's in five years good for you hell
1: yeah bobby hell yeah bobby could you imagine going to grad no, school no i'm done Absolutely not. I cannot do it. Once I get my degree, I'm done. Not that I was... I don't want to pay anymore. Not that I was ever... I don't want to be
0: stuck in classrooms anymore. I don't want to have to see Uh people anymore. I mean, like I want to see people, but obviously I'm like, I'm done.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Not that I was ever going to, but um, my senior year, a couple of our GTAs, uh, I talked to quite a bit in classes and they pretty much told me, no, in certain terms, don't bother. At least as far as our program went for for being an academic you like it's not worth it in terms of what you expect to get out of it no i don't for for paying for multiple more years of of, uh schooling and all that like i think they they get paid some for being a a teacher uh teacher assistant but but like yeah specifically if you're trying to be an academic and not be in production it's not as uh not as lucrative being an academic in film school is kind of
0: stupid It's not stupid, but I mean, like,
1: it's not stupid. Like, I feel like you get more credibility out the door. But I also feel like if you're going to be a writer, you can get enough with your bachelor's that you can go off to writing. Yeah, I don't I don't feel like. Yeah. I don't know. And I also am not particularly educated on how all of that works. But yeah, didn't seem like the path for me.
0: It's not the path for me either. I don't want to go get a master's degree for this and spend another two years here. Even though I'd still be graduating yeah. early compared to certain people. but
1: Oh, look at you.
0: Mm-hmm. I'm graduating a semester early than I should and a semester later than I want to.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So, it's hard out here. For a <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Is he gonna say?" I'm it? not gonna say it.
1: That movie you inexplicably want to do a commentary. Listen, for?
0: we'll get to Hustle and Flow eventually. It's not at the top of my priority list. Really? It's not at the top of my priority list. It'll be one of the later ones when we don't have anything to watch. We'll just do. We'll just say, "All right, let's watch Hustle and Flow."
1: When I'm when when I'm 40 and you're 37, we'll we'll be like, "All right, folks, it's Hustle and Flow time." I
0: hope we're dead by then. The Earth will probably be gone. Global warming will have already come into play
1: in the next fifteen. Yeah. years? Yeah, I mean it will, but I don't think we'll be dead yet.
0: Maybe the robot uprising that I'm supporting will
1: will kill us all. Yeah, I can't even. Uh, we talked about oh, that before. D- I can't even appreciate it from purely. Oh, I totally standpoint. can. We are built
0: truly. Up there are a lot of things that I can appreciate just because they exist. Robots, definitely one of them. I, I know Boston Dynamics is giving those robots to the military for research and stuff, but still, it, the balance that they have, the speed that they're going at, they're doing hops. They're doing backflips, Nick. They're doing backflips.
1: <laughs> that's so cool. Okay. Not really, but okay. No, I think that's awesome.
0: And 3D printing is also cool. And I'm curious to see how the medical world is going to use that. Because I know that they've already started using it, but I want to see how widespread it can get. And the, mm. all of the applications that they can get from it.
1: I have nothing to comment on this particular matter anymore.
0: It's not that I like keep up with it and j- super hard, but I'll see it. And then I'll be like, "Oh, that's really cool," and then I'll look a little bit more into it. But yeah, it's it's interesting to see. Am I?
1: Um, no. You said interesting. I want to so. be
0: alive for a real life Gundam. More. I mean, like,
1: could you imagine that'd be? Uh, no.
0: <laughs> like I'm chaotic, but that'd be. That's it, not cool it'd or be fun. Cool.
2: No, It'd be terrifying really.
0: to just look outside your window and you see two giant Gundams just going at it, but at the same time, that's so cool that you can build something on that scale that you're controlling, and it's doing all that. Like, I'm not insane. It's cool.
1: Are we sure? You're sounding like John Hammond over here, I'm just saying.
0: Listen, maybe Elon's onto something. I'm oh dear! I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm not a. E-
1: I'm not. Damn it! I should have. I should have left that one clean. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it was funny. I think. I think maybe last week I, uh, you and Elena discovered that there's like, and I mentioned that there's like three different points in Moonfall where Wait. they are just unabashedly praising Elon. Like the the lead character is like trying to science the shit out of it, and he's like, "What would Elon do?" he's like, has WWED written down? What would Elon do? And he asks himself that a couple times throughout the movie. It's like, all right, guys, okay. This was clearly written three years ago.
0: I mean, Elon was
1: cool. He was in... Well, he he was better regarded than he is now. I don't know if he was cool and became uncool. I don't think I would say that. I mean,
0: the flamethrower era was pretty cool. Speak for yourself. Listen, you never wanted a Boring Gun? A what? Boring Company is the name of the company that he has for the flamethrowers.
1: I don't think I've ever seen his flamethrowers.
0: They look like a First Order uh, flametrooper. Let me see. The Boring Company flamethrower. It's a pretty cool looking flamethrower, I have to admit. Copy image... And boom, I just sent it to you.
1: Looks pretty boring to pretty,
0: me. Yeah. I mean, it's a pretty cool looking flamethrower, though.
1: It looks like a fucking... Notebook. Yeah! Nerf guns are inherently cheap. I mean... It doesn't look cool. Yeah, though.
0: was it the best flamethrower? Hell no. A lot of what Elon makes doesn't actually work. <laughs> or doesn't work to the standard that he says it's going to work. That's not News. That's not anything like provocative to
1: say. Sorry, that's just a funny this sent- that's just a funny sentence. Was that the best <laughs> flamethrower? Hell no. I don't know why. That sequence of words made me laugh.
0: <laughs> Listen, I don't like Elon Musk. Okay. That's the main point.
1: He doesn't like Elon Musk. Joanne should burn in hell. Uh what else what else we got tonight?
0: Look, see. see what Bobby said right there. L- look, say? look at those Gundams right there. Tell me that would tell me that wouldn't be cool to see.
1: Where am I looking? Uh, Safari. Oh, Safari Zone. Okay. No, that would not be oh, cool. That would be awesome. I'd be more concerned about my imminent demise than thinking, "Wow, that's so
0: cool." Yeah, but like, imagine you get stepped on by a Gundam. That'd be pretty. <laughs> that'd be pretty rad no like that would be a way to go out is my thought on it it's like yeah it's terrible it, it, i died but i got killed by a gundam that's pretty freaking cool this
1: is, you know what this is what? this is just your stick a fork in a toaster conundrum thought on the largest possible scale listen
0: if i get to be like 98 years old and i'm still alive i'm sticking a fork in a toaster
1: Left that one clean. Okay. Nobody's perfect, folks. That's what we're learning.
0: Was it the best flamethrower? Hell no. Did it work sometimes? (laughs)
2: Sometimes.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You weren't trying
1: to be funny there, but it was funny. Don't
0: they have a giant Gundam in Japan? They do.
1: Oh, man. Speaking of that, Shin Ultraman. I really need that to get a theatrical release here in the States. Desperately, I need to see that so bad. I want a new Shin movie every year from one character or another. I'm waiting for the next Shin Godzilla. I don't know what the other monsters they're making the movies for are yet, but I need I need more of them in my life.
0: Yeah, I'd be interested. Oh, like here, I'll I'll post the photo on the stream, but like, you gonna tell me that that doesn't look cool? Also, was I peeking this entire episode? Because if so, oh well.
1: I'll turn you down if you were.
0: Yeah, it looks like I was peeking this entire episode. Oof. Um, come here. Um, oh, let me save it first. Save the image as Dundam. Okay, cool. And we'll come here. We'll change that. We'll go down to G. G G G G G G G G G G G.
1: Look at that! I will, I will see it in seven seconds or so. Still waiting. Still waiting. Actually, yeah. sorry to hear that. There we go. Yep, that's a Transformer. It's All not right. a
0: Transformer, it's a Gundam. There's a difference between the two.
1: One of them came from Japan? Is that the difference?
0: <laughs> Gundams don't transform. Oh, so
1: sorry. They're just built different. You hurt me sometimes. <laughs> also, I'm sending you something. Do not open on I the will stream. I not open on the stream.
2: Condoms are pretty cool.
1: More dead air. I love it. (laughs) So I'm seeing... You were trying to wrap us up like an hour and a half ago.
0: Hold on. I need to put this photo
1: up on the stream. Does he?
0: Um. I uh, so I'm seeing Olivia Rodrigo uh, next month, and I'm really thinking about getting the uh, Brian poster where it says, "So have you heard this new Olivia Rodrigo track?" Um, <laughs> and putting Brian's face on there and just taking that with me, because I can.
1: Ah, oh, that was. It a great was moment. a great moment. Also, my god, that quarantine here. Yeah.
0: Harley says, look, if look, Nick, if Gundam are cool enough for the guitar player of my chemical romance, they're cool enough for you. No, Harley, Nick doesn't like my chemical romance. So it means nothing to him.
1: No, I've just never no. listened to them. Still it
0: still There's means difference. nothing
1: to him. I don't I don't dislike them, I just don't care. Oh, that's almost worse.
0: Some of your takes, they do really hurt me. It's not even take? <laughs> yeah, you don't have a take. Yeah. It's the lack of a take that hurts. That's what it is.
1: I mean, would you want to hear what the actual take ended up being? I mean,
0: I don't know. You're so weird sometimes. Because you like Blink, but you don't like Fall Out Boy, so I don't think that you'd like Mikem. Fall Out Boy's just obnoxious. I mean... So is Blink to an extent, is my take. And I like Blink.
1: I don't feel it with them. I feel it with Fall Out Boy. Fall Out Boy has some good stuff that I've heard. The rest, he just sounds too whiny to me. Like, it's not even just the lyrics. I just don't like his voice.
2: Okay. Okay. I'm just saying
0: fallout boy i'm He's just saying, saying guys something. i'm just saying listen were the last couple fallout boy albums good no were the for cur- the first couple fallout boy albums good yes i don't even know if i said that last part correctly but i'm gonna assume i did and just move along with it uh my is chemis-
1: if the last couple fallout boy albums were bad then that means blink has the advantage currently
0: yeah, but a lot of people don't like the last couple follow up and not follow uh Blink albums.
1: I'm not those people. Exactly.
0: Once again, music is subjective. Guys, let's turn this into a Rick Beato hey, comment what? section so everyone started becoming sexist, homophobic, um, racist. Who? <laughs> Who? <laughs> sorry i thought when you said that i thought you said ooh and i was like nick oh <laughs> no you could totally clip that out and have it s- and have you say ooh uh, who
1: who what are you fucking ooh, owl ooh,
0: what are you fucking owl legendary line every time that it's been used in the movie nick probably wouldn't like Mike because he doesn't like queen and Mike chemical romans basically if queen had a mental breakdown after listening to the cure and the misfits Yeah, that's a fair way to describe it. You don't like Queen?
1: I shouldn't say that. I don't like their most popular songs, generally. I I like Somebody to Love, but like, We Will Rock You, We Are the Champions, Another One Bites the Dust, I don't really care for. (laughs) And I haven't heard much beyond some of Mm -mm. their biggest stuff.
0: Go listen to Bicycle Race. Go listen to I Want to Break Free. Okay. That's another good one right there. Um, No, I don't. It's not that I don't like We Are the Champions. It's just that We Are the Champions was the the anthem for my life from kindergarten through eighth grade. Because our school was the champions. So I'm like, I've heard that song so many times. I mean, I still like the song in general. I'll still sing it out, but.
1: They've got no time for losers, so I feel unwanted by Queen. I don't feel welcomed to listen to Queen after something Mm. like that. Mm. I see, I see. All right, you think we're good? It's been three hours, and we've been meandering for about two of them, so.
0: Yeah, sounds that's about right.
1: (laughs) I enjoy these live shows because we can just kind of talk about random shit, but also there's moments of dead air that I feel like are absolute hell to listen to on a podcast feed
0: i agree which is why i don't like live shows
1: yeah but it also saves me 10 hours of editing
0: it does that's gonna be it for us guys we're a little bit tired uh i want to i want to hear nick's reaction to the videos that i sent him so i'm gonna stay on that call for that one but i hope you guys have a good one and have a good rest of your night and we'll see you guys on the next one bye guys
1: bye bye